Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. But Bill didn't seem that concerned about it. And that made me feel good. (laughs) (laughs) That made me feel good. Like, you know, he's okay. If he's okay, I'm okay. (laughs) Can I just... just Yes, Paul. Mike Tomlin, as much as I've gained respect for him, do you really have to come out and say, I'm not afraid of sudden death? I don't fear sudden death and I never have. Okay, you're Mr. Tough Guy. Put it away. I think it's a great move for the Patriots. Okay, Patriots beat writer on Twitter. I can't can't make this stuff up. I, I just can't make... It up. This is a really good signing for the Patriots. Peppers played more in the slot last season. Just one time, I want someone to say, not sure I get this one. Uh, the beauty of the Fred model of arguing of just move the goalposts. <laughs> all, right, all, right. all right, that's going all right, right, all right, all right, all right. That's going too far. I, I liked it before, but not anymore, Jeff. <laughs> I, I'm declaring this the new A team. <laughs> yeah. That's right it. here. This is the show. Sorry, Eric, you're up. <laughs> Harumph above the skies. <laughs> it had some odd names on it. I thought it'd be interesting. Okay, well, you were wrong. This is Patriots Unfiltered. Fueled by Duncan. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Tom Day. De- I mean, Thursday here at oh. Gillette Stadium. And uh, another edition of Patriots Unfiltered. The gang's all here. You know, Eric triumphantly back from the owners' meeting. Who was it you were trying to replace me with, Paul? <laughs> no, oh, no one. This is, this is the show. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Deuce is here. Eric's here. Paul's here. I'm here. Matt's in the booth. And we're talking Patriots for the next two hours. Um, but, you know, not a lot of new Patriots news. Um, but Tom Brady, huh? Mm. I mean, we got to. No, we gotta, he didn't do it. We got criticized, you know, <laughs> I don't because think. we didn't mention when he unretired. But yeah, I, mean, I don't think he, now we know why he, he retired and we it. know why Bruce Arians is moving to yeah. upstairs. It's because Tom said. That's what you're going Move to upstairs. do. Move upstairs. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I, I just it, it cracked me up, and it was so predictable. Having been on the other side of it, of all the Bucks bloggers and writers saying, "No, oh, uh, they have a great relationship. It was a plan. <laughs> this is what they were going to do right. all along." And, right. and, and and it was just you know, and 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 I, who knows exactly how it went down, but just ninety percent of the rest of the NFL world is like, "With well, Tom, Tom's at work behind the That's scenes right. pulling the strings," and you know now it's Todd Bowles. So like, you know, Byron Leftwich and Tom are going to have their little offensive meetings. Like. We're good, Todd. We're all set. Yeah. Don't worry about it, buddy. Yeah. We, Tom, got, we got it here. We got it. We got it. Tom runs Tampa. Well, and it also kind of like, you know, makes you think a little bit about that report from Wickersham that <laughs> he's he wanted one for two. Belichick out and wanted Bill O'Brien. Yeah. So yeah. he's one for two. He tried before. I was intrigued, though, by the the uh, Dale Arnold report uh, that, you know, he was still in negotiation with Miami. Not not necessarily as a player, but I was more intrigued about the part ownership part because I – that I could see as a carrot, and we know Miami has done that with celebrities and people before. So, you know, like, would he want to have a piece of an NFL team? I think that maybe yes, but if he did that, I'd have to cut off ties. <laughs> what mean, would no. be the, like? How how can you celebrate the part owner of another team? That's true. That's true. Could he? I mean, you did kiss him. So. I, I, I I know. I'm assuming the answer I'll to this is take no. My kiss back. But uh, uh, could you play for a team? That you didn't own? Like, let's say he decides to become an owner or an ownership group with the Dolphins, and he's still playing with the Bucs. It's kind of a conflict but then of he, interest, but right? Then, he yeah. bets, then he's betting against uh, Miami on Tampa. Uh, uh, yeah. It gets crazy. You can't really do that, right? No. Do I, it, I don't think that would be ethical. But it you was could play if you own the team. Like he could yeah. buy the Dolphins and, sure. and be like, "I'm quarterback now." Yeah, absolutely. 
I, I did. Find I love it, that as a fan. I did find it interesting though. Not that, as a Patriots that fan. We were no. reminded that Dale Arnold was actually one of the first people on Brady to Tampa. Originally. That's why people gave it some yeah. credibility. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. usually he's not. But I don't know. Yeah. Every now and then he pops up with something. But I, this would, to me, seem like no <laughs> dice on that now, right? I would assume. You know, unless you know the whole ownership thing's on hold until yeah. he re- really does retire. Yeah. My other favorite. But thing why from- not? Like uh, then I was thinking. Yeah. Well, you know, I, the Crafts. It's it's the Craft family. It's Jonathan and Robert. You know, and probably Josh has a piece as well. You know, but would they ever like give Nothing somebody like Tom Brady? You know, five percent. You know, I mean, if, if they didn't do it already, I don't think there's going to be another player coming along that they would consider it with. Right. Yeah. You well, know, you, I don't think you can do it while he's a not player. While not while they're Because playing. of the CBA rules. Yeah. Because you know? they did, tried that with Elway, I think. Well, it wasn't Denver, exactly ownership. It, it was stock, stock okay, options or something like basically that. Basically, that's yeah. what they were trying you to can't, do. You can't, you can't supplement their income right, anyway. Right. You know? But can you dangle it? Like, can everyone right. know it's coming? No, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> Dangle that carrot. Uh, you know, like we know it's coming, but it, it's not going to happen. Could, could, would that well, yeah. get around that? I, mean, I don't know. Well, as as long as he's not playing for the team, I still think that it could. If you if the guy was playing, and you didn't want to give more money, but you said once you retire, you'll get a piece. I think the league would still look at that as supplementing. You know. Yeah. You'd, you'd have right. to. Yeah. You'd have to get around it. Yeah. But it seems like Brady back in Tampa and. Yeah, maybe for a yeah. couple and, of years. And I do wonder if, you know, like it, I, I've sort of thought all along the Miami thing. There's validity to it. I think that was the grand plan was for him to go to Miami. Yeah, I do think two you years know, ago. Yeah, th- yeah, but even now, like I, I think that his retirement was a power play to get to Miami. I think there's enough sort of smoke around that, hmm. and I wonder, you know possibility here i'm not saying it's true but possibility that you know maybe you know arians it, this wasn't part of the plan to, you know so now arians maybe was just like no i i don't want to get rid of uh, you know he was pretty adamant at the combine you know five bad, five bad, picks bad, bad business, business right? bad business right right yeah all right bruce you, you go away we're gonna do this you go, you know, if you want to, you don't want to be part of it, you go upstairs or something. We'll pay you, but, yeah. you know, we don't want you as part of this. And maybe this does pave the way for them to make a move with Miami. Maybe. <laughs> it's going to be funny, right? though, if he's in the. Now? You, but, but after all that talk, now, I'm, and I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's right, like, but, uh, that's not a good look for him. But it also, would be very obvious, well, too. None of this has looked good no, for him. No, it isn't, but, you know. I mean, at, at the very best, I think, for Brady, he forced a head coach out. Yeah. Like I think that's the best he looks. Well, he he walked up, could be a lot and more. And he slapped up. Arians in the face, and then he <laughs> then he walked off. And they wanted him to leave, and he said no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But what what's Tom going to let him do in the front Hell office no. now? Is he going to come down? And be like, so guys, how's the how's the game plan coming? Like Bruce, you're out. Get yeah. out of here. You're right. not allowed it's down like, here. Yeah, like, I mean, like, Bruce is kind of like a lame even duck. Show up. He's yeah. just going to collect a paycheck. I just wonder if wears hats and they look cool because wears hats. The Miami stuff won't go away. And on the surface, you look at it and said, "There's no way he could play for Miami this year, unless Tampa right. lets." Yeah, him. unless 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 they get somebody to replace Tua, and then that that ends it. You know, now we've got our our big quarterback. You yeah. know, like if they signed, you know, um, or if they draft a first round pick or something like that. I, you know, but right now, you know, no, I'm it's, saying it's still there's open. no way that Brady can play for Miami unless Tampa lets him. 
is my point. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. And I'm wondering if maybe Arians was the big stumbling block because he's so stubborn and he's been so adamant about it. Maybe Tampa, you know, maybe yeah. Jason Light is saying, you know, this, this is, you know, we can right. maybe do something that can set us up here for the next you never five, know. five years. But it seems to me like it's now, okay, Bruce I, is gone. Yeah, Tom, I, that's yeah. what it seems that's like. That's what it looks like to yeah, me. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm giving you the. The X Files. Yeah, there's still a possibility. I mean, this has been a wacky. I was thinking to myself, this might be the most anticipated NFL season we've had. I mean, because there's so many stories, so many changes that you want to see how it turns out. Yeah, every AFC West game is fascinating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. the whole Deshaun Watson saga. In yeah, Cleveland. how that turns out, how Russell Wilson Devontae turns Adams out. Going. Will Aaron Rodgers be able to right. keep going? Yep. There's so many stories this year. I like stories. Yeah, mm. it's, I'm, I can't wait. And it's only going to get better and more intense during the draft when all right. these guys, right. all these talented players start landing places. And, you know, you know just to, to use an example of, uh, you know, J- Jamison Williams or one of these, you know, top-ranked receivers, and all of a sudden they're on a team that – you know, it was really good that you're like, well, this guy. That we didn't really think about them before free agency, but now after the draft, they've got this guy too. And yeah, maybe it, you know. maybe that's when the move gets made between Tampa and Miami. Yeah, draft when they, time when they see what at the draft what happens. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I mm. it was there were a lot of interesting stuff though in that statement by Arians. The, the funny one that I liked was uh, you know Tom might get hurt and we go ten and seven. I'm like you're gonna go ten and seven without Tom Brady, right. yeah. and also saying that like you know we're we're in the, we're in a great spot right now, and it's like well yeah, but Tom Brady is. 45 like you are but until he says I mean what were you looking at those 40 days he was retired you weren't in a great spot right then he's full of it I (laughs) I didn't listen to a word he said you know yeah if you're asking me my thoughts my thoughts that Brady pushed him out yeah and he won the power struggle much like he uh, wanted to lost right the the retirement yeah yeah you know so I think he's going to end up playing for Tampa Bay, but I, I do. I, I'm intrigued, like everybody else, about the, the yeah. persistence of the Miami and, rumors. You know, and you reminded me of something that I was thinking of when I was listening to one of your shows about <laughs> Brady's last year here and how, you know, he probably was in a power struggle and Kraft made a choice. But you know, I was That's thinking why I said it, Brady's one for two. You know, and you know, people are criticized. Well, you know, Kraft decided you know to let him go, and he got nothing for him. And that's true. But, you know, Robert said years before that when it comes time, Tom Brady's going to be able to leave. I'm not going to trade him. He's, he's earned the right to decide his future. And he lived up to his word. He could have franchised him. He could have not given him that clause. In the, you know. But why couldn't he have traded him and given him his wish? Because he, he, you mean to a team that he wanted to go to? Yeah. Well, I know. The, like Deshaun Watson just got that. I know, but the the promise he made to Brady was he's going to get. He's. I'm just going to let him go. I'm not going to trade him. He said those words, and he lived up to them. You know, and like it hurt. It's not good business, as Bruce Arians said, but that's what he said he would do, and he did it. And you know, you could you could only hope that you know that's the way you're treated someday. You know. Well, I just yeah. think you could have treated him exact same way and gotten something. Yeah. Like I don't think there's any difference in the treatment. Like, Involve him in the Tom, process. Where you want to go? Tell me exactly where you want to go. We'll work. And it now out. I'll work. I'll, I'll get something. I guess you could have done that, but you know. Yeah. I, I mean, I, like I said, that's what Watson. Watson had a no trade clause, so yeah. he had to okay wherever he went. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can take care of the guy and still get something. I suppose. Yeah. 
that that Watson thing just making me sick. The more that comes out with that stuff, like oh I, yeah, I, 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 I no no I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm sorry I'm segueing. I just yeah, I, I was segueing. Oh, there's, that, there's more coming out. Well, just there, there was some of his de- deposition that was released, and you know him pleading the fifth on why he's tweeting, or, you know that he's in New York on Instagram when he was in fact in Houston with you know an unlicensed massage. Like all these different people talking about. I didn't hear that. That's yeah. That's you know mm-hmm. I under the eyes of my attorney I plead the fifth. Uh, but a lot of like. Was this a massage license? I don't know. Like it's just like he just gets massages from random people. I think it's a fetish. And I really do. I do. I know. Yeah, yeah. I think it's something weird like that. Yeah. And and I'm also pretty convinced that this is, you know, not that you can put Cleveland in the toilet any more than they probably are. But I mean, if this doesn't work out, they're screwed. I mean, they are screwed for a long time. Yeah. All the money that they're going to p- be paying that guy. I mean, if it comes out, if they, you know, if they do get something to stick on him. And he has to go to jail or something. I mean, yeah, you know, and they have no picks. They got. I mean, they put all their ducks in there just to watch. Like, you know, I, I can't help but feel for some of the content people at the Cleveland Browns because they got to sit down and be like, "So tell us, what is Deshaun Watson going to bring to Cleveland?" <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's right. like cringeworthy. And I, I just I haven't felt this way since Antonio Brown and and that whole situation. And it uh, just stinks. I agree. Uh, the one thing I would say for for Cleveland though is it. it I don't know this for certain, but if it goes that bad, like Mike is saying, and he ends up sue him, you know, they don't have to. They won't have to pay him then. Yeah. If he goes right. to jail, there's probably clauses. There's probably right? a clause like if he for goes that. to jail or yeah. he's like suspended indefinitely. Right. They're not going to yeah. have to pay him. Yeah. But they did give up a lot of capital, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Don't picks. They gave. They gave a lot of picks. first round picks. Yeah. Hey, Nick, can we have our picks back, maybe? Uh. <laughs> Yeah, it's a uh, sorry. It's sorry a, to bring I mean, that up. To me, it, the bigger thing for Cleveland is what it might do to the brand. Right. You know, like right. Washington. Right. I mean, is, has it split their fan base? I mm. don't know. I, 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 and it, but if it goes bad, like, see, if it go, if it works, then come all, all is forgiven. But right. if it goes bad, like Mike is explaining, now those people have a louder voice. They're going to have to change the name from Flying J to the Flying Fs. <laughs> Yeah. Not good. Not good. <laughs> yeah, that, that deserved a rim shot. <laughs> I tried. You threw it out there. <laughs> yeah. People need to know that's the name of the company of Haslam. Yeah. Uh, the Flying J. <laughs> yeah. oh, I got it. Okay. <laughs> it's risky. Yeah, it is. Risky. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's just, I know, I know a high-level business. Yeah. Uh, you Creators know. need to be allowed to create. Right. Uh, right. Freddie. Freddie. Oh, he was talking about the move from Watson. Yeah, I'm just talking about you. I know. Sometimes you got to push the envelope. Right, that's right. I was trying to let it die. Yeah. Peacefully. <laughs> <laughs> so those are stories. Uh, obviously, and we've got a lot of emails because if you have nothing to talk about, just bring up the overtime rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did change them for the playoffs. That's yep. official. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's just dumb because just after two possessions, right. if you both score, you're back to a right. sudden yeah. death, I, right? I, I, so, I totally agree with yep. you. I hate the fact that I can't argue with you about it, but <laughs> I just feel like there were like – Two, three, four different things that were on the table, and they took the the, the worst option. Right. They took the worst option, and they and they ran with it. Like, Don't you think that this is going to come up again, though? Like this, yep. you know how the NFL does things. They very rarely like drastically change things. Right. They it, they take incremental steps yeah, toward. They evolve. Right. Kind of like the 18 games. They went to 17 first. Now you know it's going to be 18 at some point, but they're going with 17 for now. Yeah. I have a feeling this is going to be the same thing. There's going to be another game. Down the road, whether it's this year or next year, where two teams get the ball in overtime in the playoffs, and then the next the team that had it first is going to get kick a field goal. It's going to be over, and then they're going to submit it again, and then they're going to change it. And eventually, it's probably going to be what we've talked about: just play another quarter. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Play another ten minutes. If you got a winner at the end, great. If you don't, you play another quarter. Right. But I, I even like some of you know. That's my 
you know, I, I'm with Bill. On I, I'd we, make we, it a 15. I'd make it the same make quarter. It or whatever. Just another yeah. quarter. Yeah. Just, yeah. But, but I'm with Bill on that. Just play a timed quarter and make it real football. Mm. But, like, even some of the other things, you know, that I think are too gimmicky, gimmicky. for them. But like they're better if, than this. If you this. do a two-point try, then you yeah. make oh, – yeah. oh. I hate that. I don't, I, I don't like them either, yeah. but it's better than this. Yeah. yeah. This is the same problem, only prolonged. Right, 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 right. I think you have the same problem that you've had, the inequity of having the the, the first possession. Yeah. Gives you an advantage. Yep. Like, uh, they haven't they haven't taken away the, the importance of winning the coin toss. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's like Eric said, somebody's going to score, score. Oh. We didn't get a yeah, second. We didn't get a second There's, position. I mean, there is still an advantage to winning the coin toss. Right. There's yeah. still an advantage right. to that. I don't think it's a fluke that it's t- it's ten and two. Like people say, well, it's not a big big sample size. Yeah, it, but it's also not you know six and six. It's ten and two. You win the coin toss. You win the game. Yeah. Ten out of twelve times. It's just gotten so convoluted, and that's why it feels so much easier to argue. Just play an extra pe- like that's football. You're going to have the same kind of right. game planning approach to the whole thing. I yep. mean, that's kind of like what your sport decided to do eventually. They did, yeah, right, because they had the no golden more golden goal, goal. no just more golden goal soccer. Just, in, oh. just play another <laughs> half, you know. Yeah. And ironically, that's a sport that should have a golden goal because scoring is so, so much hard. more difficult, right? And both teams get a chance, mm. you know. I just hate it. I even hate it with hockey, where it's three on three and overtime, and it's just yeah. A but that's just re- but, but that's just regular season. Uh, like in the playoffs, just it's, go. it's it's just hockey until yeah. someone scores. And again, soccer, hockey, yeah. though, it, it like the line between offense and defense changes. Right. And no one starts yeah, the game. Fluid. No mm. one starts with the chance to score. Yeah. Right. So it's not the same as football. The only problem with has the ball with yeah. soccer's thing is that after they play the two uh, halves. Of overtime. Then they do the shootout. Then they do the shootout, which some, and the team that yeah. got their butts kicked it can win the game because they just made one extra goal in the shootout. Well, did whatever, they really you know? get their butts kicked? No, but, you know. It, you know, like one team controls oh, the game, yeah, yeah, has yeah. possession, but they right. don't score. Like, didn't, you know I mean? didn't that happen to that happened to our boys? That's how we got eliminated, right? Yeah. Well, oh, they, and, uh, yeah. yeah. The Revs? They, they, yeah. It, no, Italy lost to oh. North Macedonia oh. while out shooting them oh. something oh. like 40-something oh. to four. That's true. North Macedonia is pretty scrappy, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Did I have that right? I mean, it was like a complete and total domination, total domination that they lost in yeah. kicks, right? Yeah. I think I just don't oh, like it, the. Did they get a goal? I don't know. Maybe the, they uh, and It's just not. There's no incongruity. Incru- incongruity? Thank you. Incongru- incongruity. I can't talk. But that's what. You know, I just. I don't like it being different words. in overtime <laughs> where it's suddenly a different. Right. A different game. There's different rules. There's diff- all of a sudden. And so it's like. It just doesn't feel quite right. And, you know, even with hockey, I was talking to somebody about it. We're like, you know, it was like a, me. I played defense. It's like, oh, we're going to a shootout. Looks like I'm out of deciding this game. Yeah. You know, like like half your team is no longer really involved. I thought right. you were a high-scoring defenseman. Low-scoring, but <laughs> offensive. Offensive, but offensive, low-scoring. Offensive-minded, offensive but low-scoring. <laughs> Oftentimes, defensive. Not a good combination. Offensive-minded. Oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. Offensive-minded, but you know, low-scoring. I, I will say this. Deuce, uh, sit over here. <laughs> until, until I coached hockey, then I realized the true value of a kid who plays defense and loves it and goes out there and is reliable just playing defense. He doesn't care if he scores. He just goes out there and plays his ass off in the defensive zone and you know you're getting that every time and 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 until i had a coach oh, i was coaching and realized you know that oh that can i just get yeah. one of those guys yeah. you know then then you realize everybody thinks they're gonna be bobby Orr and skate up the ice and you know anyway <laughs> <laughs> no it's, it's it's something you can rely on yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and i mean and i'm you know i'm sure that there's uh you know some crossover to football by the way which, well the other know, the problem with with nfl is i think 
most of the time when you get to that overtime, it's the defense that's worn out. Sure. Both sides. Yeah. It's it's they're just they're just tuckered out. Mm. You know? oh, like 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 the Falcons yeah. in, in Super Bowl fifty one where yeah. they won the toss, you're like <laughs> here it comes. Yeah. It's over. Right, and you we know? were good because we hadn't played defense all game. Right. So oh. we were good. <laughs> this is true. Uh they uh that would have been interesting because that might have been one of the ones because I, I don't know if Atlanta would have scored. <laughs> like, you know, usually you yep. say if, right. if, if, right. if, you know, if Buffalo had won the toss, well, if right. Kansas well, City had won the toss think in, about 36. in 18. Yeah. Is there any doubt if we'd gone to overtime oh, if and the Rams, the Rams had won? If, if the Rams had won the toss. At least gotten three. Yeah. And back then Probably. it was That's death, all you would have yep. needed. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm. You know, so we're so lucky that Brady didn't take a knee, mm. you know? <sighs> Man, I didn't, even, I didn't even think of that. It's... You're right. Because they, they were on I mean, a roll. It was like, yeah. especially oh, yeah. that last one, right? It was just yep. like three, four plays. Bing, like, bing, pop, bing. Pop, pop, right yep. in, like walking in. They figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And, and we had played hard defense. I mean, we were, you know, always pre- pressured. You yep. just want to feel like the best team won. And all of a sudden, you get to a new period. The rules change. And, mm-hmm. and you know, it's just uh, it's a fluid thing, but it's not the same. And yeah. it's, you, you play different. You plan you different. Do. You do. You play. Yeah. It's totally. just not this. I just would like it if it was just normal football for another quarter and i feel like we're going to end up back there it's someday gonna, just because I, it's I think it will too logical i think it will it just that that's the way the nfl does things they they do things incrementally and yeah. until finally they're like okay okay we'll do this yeah. this way and then you kick a two point and then you can get a second chance like why are we going down this whole weird yeah. rabbit hole make it a different game all right 855 pats 500 is the ace ticket hotline web radio at patriots.com is the email address any patriots news to speak of since tuesday not really. Not huh? really. Yeah. Just the signing. You of, had the Peppers uh, thing, right? Yeah, Peppers. Jabril. Oh, was that? That was during, during the, the show. show. Happened yeah. during, yeah. during the show. Yeah, right? during the yeah. show. Yeah. During the show, he uh, he signed, it looked like. And uh, no, I think Deuce, that's been uh, just a lot of positionless defense. Yeah, uh, thoughts? Yeah. Well, that was, yeah, this was this was something like a little bit of a, a bee in my bonnet right now. basketball now? <laughs> well, it was, you know, Jonathan Jones tweeted out, you know, positionless defense is, is the future. And, I and you know, I've seen a lot of people kind of latch onto it, and I feel like it's like hope that – well, we, we're, we're like like we're one step ahead again, and like I, I don't I don't really I just think it's kind of like um, a nebulous term that people are kind of relying on when it's like I I feel like defense is generally positionless anyway. There's leverage. There's you know it's not. I mean, and certainly you need guys like you're always going to need outside corners. Like you can't tell me that you're going to just put eleven strong safeties out there and everybody's going to be able to do everything. Right. Like it's uh. I, I don't know. I just it, it was a little bit of insight. I don't know if Jonathan Jones was saying this specifically. I, I mean, I think some people maybe interpreted it as, oh, they're in spring meetings and this is what they're talking about. And they're saying, you know, well, you know, I know we didn't force a punt last game, but, you know, we're going to shift to this. And so I just think it's 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 one of those things where I think you're putting too much hope in overthinking yeah. what you're going to do instead of just can we just get guys that can do, you know, can win at the line of scrimmage and can run in the secondary and, you know, and cover and, and stop with all these, like, intriguing terms of, oh, it's well, a positionless yeah, it's, defense it's, you and know, then no, no one's going to be able to figure listen, out what we're doing. You know, it's true that, like, nickel is no longer a sub package. Right. You know, it's almost like a base a defense base, from much, most yeah. teams, you know. So there has been changes, but you still, like, you go ahead and put, you know, 11 safeties out there and I'm going to run the ball. And we're just going to run it all over you. Mm. Right. you know, mean, they've so, had enough trouble stopping the run the last couple right. of seasons with traditional right. lineups. So, yeah. so it's it, maybe the position doesn't matter. The title of the position doesn't matter, but the skills matter. Yeah, you right. got to have guys that can win, like you said, mm. up front. You got to have guys that can cover on the outside with speed, or you're going to get burned. You know, 
Right. Like, it's not like the other team doesn't take into account who you have on the field and what their skills are. They do. And they're going to it's all it's all about matchups. You know, I it just it, it gave me no no comfort to hear that. And and, and it's OK coming from Jonathan Jones, because I think he is one of the guys that, you know, you can kind of move around. And, you know, th- he so doesn't he, really have he, a position. Right. He started as a slot corner. And, and, and you know, you saw him play more safety. And, and I mean, they, but they move him around a little bit. But you're bit. not going to put him at nose tackle. That's fine with <laughs> a hand, that's right. fine with a, a handful right. of guys in the middle of the field in the secondary. It's not applicable to the line of scrimmage, to the outside corners, and, and to, to the free although, safety that you need in the Although back. they did experiment for at least a few games with Kyle Arrington as an edge rusher. <laughs> remember that season? I remember season? that. I do remember. Against the Colts. Yeah. I remember that. Jeez, that was like 12, yeah. 11 or 10. And yeah. I don't have any problem with it. Did it work? Not really. No, no it didn't. <laughs> no, it didn't. But I, I don't have any problem with, with, with different things and trying to be innovative and whatnot and, and you know, taking chances. and what. But I, one thing that you said that I really – like. Isn't defense in general like once the play happens? Okay, so you're lined up in a position, but once the play happens, isn't everybody on defense's goal to get the guy with the ball onto the ground? Right. Like so, if the wide receiver catches a pass twenty yards across the middle, and let's just say he ends up you know, reversing field, should the like the nose tackle say, "Well, they didn't run the ball, so I don't have to worry about trying to get him." Just sit and watch. You know, let's just say for argument's sake, the yeah. guy cuts across the field, he reverses field, and, yeah. you know, there's delays, and the defensive linemen are chasing him down. Yeah. Just because he's a wide receiver who caught the ball and it's the cornerback's job to cover him right. doesn't mean that the, the defensive lineman can't try to get involved oh, in the play. Of course, yeah. And then all of a sudden, so you're largely, the run, every play is defense, right. you know, like position. Well, once right. the ball's in the guy's hands, everything breaks down. Right. right. And, then, <laughs> and then you have, you don't have line, you have a run force player. You have, you know, guys on the backside that are pursuing. Like, I mean, that, and that, you know, th- that, it, and to Paul's point, it doesn't positions yeah. don't matter at that point. Yeah, I mean, I'm so. just I'm just an edge rusher, and they ran the ball the other way, so I'm off this play. Like I'm just, no, I know. Uh, you know, I'm but, just going to take it but, off. But you have a job on every play. Right. Every player yep. has a job on every play. That job becomes, like Paul said, get the guy with the ball. But prior to that, to keep him Respon- from, yeah. responsibilities. Right. Yeah, right. And, and you know, and to again. Yeah, you can take Adrian Phillips and, and employ him as a linebacker. A lot of teams do stuff like that. But now, are, are we suggesting now that they're going to do this with like three guys? Like instead of linebackers, we're going to have three safeties? I yeah. think that's what I, I mean. That's what I'm worried I, I, about. I, I, I think it sounds that way. Because I don't think you can do that and, yeah. and, unless, and get away with unless it. Unless one of them's really good in coverage. And then, really, is he a cornerback, you know? Hmm. But I'm just saying if, if you have like Jabril Peppers. <laughs> is like what two fifteen, yeah. two ten, like he's Smaller small. Than Duggar. Duggar. He's small for the small linebackers yeah. that Bill supposedly thinks are too small. Right, like he's like ten fifteen pounds smaller than like Nakobe Dean in the draft. Yeah, and now you're gonna use so you're gonna use like okay Phillips. He he's shown that he can do that. He could be a box safety. That's what Peppers has done in his career. So now you're gonna play both of them at the same time, and then where does Duggar fit in? Yeah. Right. So you're going to play with four safeties on the field at the same time. You're going to have corners. You're going to have, you know, Malcolm Butler and, and Jonathan Jones, probably and Jalen Mills. So now you're going to have seven defensive backs on the field all the time? Yeah. And, and you're going to stop the run? I was wondering, you know, is there a rule? Uh, you have to have you have your five, you know, uh, you have to offensive have five lineman. guys on the line for offense, yeah. right? Right. For defense, you know, 
does it matter where guys line up? Like, you could literally not even have anyone on the line if you wanted, right? There's no right. Mm-hmm. rhyme or reason right. mm-hmm. to what right. that is. Right. right. You just, you got, everybody's got to have a gap. That's, you know. Well, no, to stop the run, no. everyone has to have a gap. But there's no rule saying you have to line yeah, up there. Like, like where you oh, have yeah. plays at the end of the game. Around. We've seen oh, yeah. guys oh, yeah. with, you know, standing no, up. No defensive line. Oh, yeah. They're all, everybody's back. Yep. Right. You know, and Hail but, Mary's But there's responsibilities except, except for Buffalo. that, yeah. you know, people have it. Like, even... Even if I'm three yards off the line of scrimmage, I probably have a responsibility if the ball, if the point of attack goes this way, I'm responsible for this area yeah. of the field, you yeah. know? Yeah, and you got to be able to get there and, and you know, you, you do yeah. like the muddle, at all, you know, when we've seen before guys, you know, all walking around yep. and all of a sudden the snap and everybody goes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the question is like, can you get away with smaller guys who are really fast, you know, in – because they've got that two or three yard cushion, they can get around that bigger guy trying to block them and make the play, you know, and minimize the run after one or two yards. I, you know, I don't know, Maybe. Maybe. but I, you you need like special players out there to do that. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say if you're like yeah. exceptionally fast, that's why the Devin Whites of the world get because they are exceptionally fast. I don't yeah. think that I don't think the Patriots have those kinds of traits. Right. I don't think they're exceptionally fast. Yeah. No, it, it really worries me against the run, and, and we've talked about the struggles. But I think another piece of it, too, and, and the other kind of popular buzz thing right now is that the Patriots are going to go to more zone defense next year. Oh, okay, go ahead. Finish your thought. I, I my, have my, my thought is just that if you're going to do that, you need guys that can get after the passer because guy, they're too good. They're too smart. They're going to find the holes if you don't get there quick enough. So, you know, so on one hand, we're talking about we're going to play this positionless defense. Do you have anybody that you feel great about of, of that crew getting after the quarterback other than maybe Barmore and early season Judon? So I just I just look at what happened, and it was on last night, the Bills-Patriots playoff game, and I was a massacre. That's why Mike's in a bad I flipped way. It, I flipped it on, and I was like, oh, my God, it is even worse than I remember it. We just, you know, and, and just what jumped out to me, too, not to get into this. Sorry, everybody that's listening to, to, to relive that horrible game, but just the, 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 the energy that Buffalo was playing with, oh, yeah. it, it was and that, clear. And we were done. It was clear, and yeah. the Patriots were kind of looking around at each other like, what the hell is happening right now? Yeah. You know, so it's – it's troubling, and you know, on one hand, I love thinking about Josh Allen and the Bills, and and what a what a challenge that is, and how would you go about de- defending that? And so I'm starting to see these things, and I'm like, mm, okay, so what know. if Bill has said that? What if you know we talk about philosophy and how you know maybe he, uh, you know, what's he thinking? The trends are. What if he's saying, you know what, this league is now so slanted toward offense, defense is about stopping them in the red zone. You're not going to consistently stop teams in the middle of the field. But once you get into the red zone, if you have the right players, you can minimize points. You know, particularly against the good teams like Buffalo. Like, don't break. Like, Which is the reason like, why don't he- Like, build your defense to stop teams when the field is short. And don't worry. Just avoid big plays. And stop them on short that's, fields. But that's them. I think that's always been them. But, that's but, been but no they break, haven't been good it? at that. that I mean, lately, lately they ha- yeah. you know they have a history of that. But lately they haven't been good right. at that. So wouldn't but, you think you would need bigger bodies? Right. I don't know. I don't know. Right. That's that was maybe t- you need took faster the out of my bodies mouth. because of these quarterbacks who are smarter and can move around. Maybe he believes when the field's short, you got it's all about limiting that quarterback's options. I still think you, know? you need both yeah. types of players, though. Yeah, because, I'm like, all for getting faster and yeah. more athletic. Yeah, I'm. I'm still waiting. But what? But what? Like they, they, they. I mean, they. They just signed one guy who 
has a more athletic profile in Peppers. That doesn't make your defense faster. Yeah, I don't it's know. One guy. But, but what if he's saying Coming off an the name of the game yeah. of defense in the NFL these days is stopping teams in the red zone. Once they well, get there, you stop. Them. Okay, but I like, think it's always been that. Yeah, I yeah. do too. I do too. I think that's, and I think that it's it's driven Patriot fans nuts for two decades. You know, I think that was such a, uh, and I think it's kind of got attached to Patricia a little bit. I think he was maybe the the one that. When that was happening, it seemed like that, that that that's what he likes to do. It seems like he likes to play the odds and right. you know force you to continuously execute down the field. And when the field gets tighter, it gets harder. And, and you know by that point, you run eight, nine, ten plays. And maybe what do you have left in the bag? Maybe your guys are a little tired. You know th- that's what they kind of prey on. But I don't know. I mean, it's, it's like risky. On one hand, I understand like okay, you got some more athletes on the field. Maybe you got a few more strong safeties. But at the same time, I still believe that. Well, maybe the whole thing is the run and you know we we're smaller and faster in the middle of the field. Once we get into that red zone, we bring in the bigger guys to limit the run, and you know we it's just a different defense once we get into the red zone. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. But you know, it's. I, I mean, I think too uh, that the draft, based on you know, they haven't really done much in free agency. So I, you know, the draft critical importance and I, I mean I think it'll signal something are they focused on cornerbacks wide receivers they focused on linebackers defensive ends you know tackles are they focused on the line of scrimmage or are they focused off the line and of scrimmage? now everyone's on the Michigan safety you know, oh yeah as let's get another one let's get let's let's say this is where he is going fast. he is fast no I and I know and I'm sure he's a really good player <laughs> it's like, like it's all it has to be now can he run fast yeah all right then with them are good that's but all like, can we get a guy that's 230 240 pounds that runs fast? They, I know right 235 pounds like I, I don't think they have to be 210 like because I just they've had a hard time stopping the run in general the last several years and I think this is a recipe uh for that to continue now you could argue and say my old thing, you know. Well, if the other team is running the ball a lot, it it, it keeps the score down because yep. it takes longer to score that way. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I just know they're coming off of a historically bad defensive performance, a handful of defensive performances, and if this is the you know what is the shift? I think that that for me is what is most interesting, and I think when I see. Some of these things are just like we're just gonna kind of say this nebulous thing of it's a positionless defense. Like, it doesn't make me feel better. It doesn't make me positionless feel better. defense. Pos- positionless coaches. <laughs> it's, no one's gonna have a position or a no position. It's buzzwords and no titles, no, no positions, titles, no positions, no nothing. They are, and and I'd hate to fall back on this, but it, there are things that happen that people are confused about. They spend a little time thinking about it and they talk themselves into it. It's the same thing with the coaches. You're absolutely right. Like, we're not going to have coordinators. No coordinators. You know, it's a show about nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Like, yeah. We're not going to have. Oh, it's, gotta it's be brilliant. A, it's got to be a team I get it. Something. It's brilliant. Yeah. Wait, wait, what? Wait, what? what? What is the brilliant part? No, I'm with Robert. I have my questions, too. But I, I give the guy latitude based on 25 years of dominance. And I'm, and I'm there, too. But, like, don't ask me not to question it. Well, and on your show yesterday, they were talking about just that, the – you know who's the offensive coordinator? And your guy Felger said, "We'll know when we see the guy with the card calling plays." Well, what if it's Bill calling plays, and he doesn't need a card because it's all up here, <laughs> up in his head? <laughs> I, I mean, I could literally see that where he knows so, he he doesn't yeah. even need a card. He's got those uh, those Google glasses, yeah. remember that you used to <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> I, I bet it's Joe Judge. I bet. I mean, I, I don't know if he's the coordinator. I bet he calls. I'll bet you it's Nick Cayley. But anyway, what if well, it's Bill calling well, the plays? We got a bet. Put and it on the board. And oh. he doesn't need a card. You know, and then we're like, who's calling the plays? We don't know. What if it's like uh <laughs> what if <laughs> like it's like we heard about the defense where one guy is 
formulating the game plan. The other guy is calling it. Right. So you've got, you know, maybe Judge is formulating the offense. Who's the architect? Yeah. And who's the executor? What if he's sitting up in the the booth and you can't even see who it is? You don't even know. They're just Max talking to somebody looking around in space. (laughs) like. (laughs) Right. I mean, there are some teams who do call it from the booth. Yeah. 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 So we'll, you know, I don't know if we'll you're not. Know. You, I mean, <laughs> you you you'll probably know who's calling the actual plays, but I think Bill has kind of always been involved in formulating the game plan. Back, oh, sure. Back to the the football lights that we've seen. You know, like yep. when Brady goes in and talks to him and goes, "All right, I'm going to go let Billy O know." Yeah. Right. And Billy O'Brien at the time was the offensive coordinator. He wasn't even there. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're deciding what they're going to do that week. Yeah. And Bruce Arians wasn't around to put red ah. marks all over it. Yeah. I think it just feeds in, Fred. Like for you said, it's just such going to be such an interesting season, and you know the Patriots are their own thing, but it's such an interesting season. And I mean, I know I get crap for being a Belichick honk, but I I, I love this. I love his back against the wall. Show me, show me it. That, I'm not saying that he's going to be able to do it. I just want to see this challenge. And you know, and like Robert said, he's doing it his own way. Fine, but. There's no guarantee that he's going to figure it out, but he's sure doing it his own way, and he's got to have a plan. I can't imagine he ended that season thinking, like, I don't know, we'll get a couple guys. We'll yeah, like, I mean, and you know, maybe it was the lighting at the breakers, but he sure didn't look like a guy that was stressed out and worried. No. It looked like, I mean, I think he might have tinted his hair. He well, looked, I don't think he spends much time he, being stressed out and worried. He, he, he looked always, good. He always thinks he has he, all the answers. You know, why, he looked, why worry? He looked like a real fit 70-year-old man. Like, you know. Ooh, I don't just, know about that, but. <laughs> well, no. I, I Like, I. I'm being dead serious. I'm not even being snarky. Like he thinks he has all the answers. Why would he spend time stressing? Well, that's what I'm saying. He's, he's, you know, he, this isn't any different than like, any. Like I other think season. he went into the playoff game thinking he had all the answers to stop Josh Allen. Oh, I don't mm-hmm. know about that. Oh, I think oh, he yeah. did. Then after a while, it's just you know execution. Yeah, had the game plan just not executed. Oh, they they got to stop putting that game on TV because. You gotta stop I'm watching. Like, it. I'm like a moth to the flame. I'm like, let's just. Play. How bad really was it? Oh, it was. It was real bad. And it was real bad. <laughs> you really forgot? Yeah, it was bad. All that right, eight five eight five five pats five hundred is the ace ticket hotline. Web radio. Stop the Patriots.com is the email address. Uh, let's get to the listeners. <laughs> see what they have to say. Uh, we'll start with Patty and Agawam. What's up, Patty? What's going on today, guys? Hey, Patty. So, yeah, I just wanted to say I'm not a big fan of the uh, the term positionless football either. You know, I, I would like guys to have their, their sort of set positions. You know, I, I don't want my left corner playing, playing um, you know, free safety. But uh, that gets well, into um, – Me, it's more about linebacker. I, <laughs> I don't mind if the corners yeah, – like the defensive backs are defensive backs. Yeah, it's when yeah. the defensive backs are linebackers. Right. That worries Like me. the defensive tackles, like 20 like yards off them. the line <laughs> of scrimmage, right, just yeah. like waiting <laughs> – like, what, what are, are we you doing, doing back there? <laughs> they'll never, they'll never <laughs> expect it. We're going to reverse it. All the D, D backs are going to play up front, and the D line is playing back. Huh? Hey, Checkers. You get Christian Barmore matched up on Stephon Diggs. Yeah. Good luck. Right. <laughs> it's a size mismatch. Mm-hmm. Now, I wanted to ask you guys: um, Do you guys think that um, they'll try to at least, at least a little bit, try and work um, Kyle Duggar into uh, free safety this year, just to see like how he does? I mean, obviously yeah. Devin's going to get the majority of the snaps, but yeah. just going forward, I mean, if they really don't have a uh, kind of a replacement for Devin, if if this is going to be his last year, or do you see more like do you think they wait until the draft next year, or just see if someone like Mills or Duggar can do the job? I think it's a good question. Um, you know, I think Duggar. I wish I had PFF. One thing I do really like PFF for is they tell you exactly where everybody played. Um, I think he did play a little bit more free safety, but I, what I, another part of this too, and I'm interested in is, you know, the, 
the Brandon Staley at all, the cover two. Every, you know, cover two is the big hot new thing, and, and the Patriots traditionally were cover one and with, you know, McCourty and, and man coverage. And so maybe it's not just zone, but maybe you're, you're playing a couple more guys back. I, I think it's a, something to watch. I could see it. I could see it. Especially with if you got another strong safety, maybe well, and that's why there's and a lot of talk. That's another reason why there's a lot of talk about the kid from Michigan, Dax yeah. uh, Hill. Hill, because yep. um, he is, he profiles a lot like yeah. McCourty. Yep, you know, four down guy, versatility in the back, can play outside, can play safety. Yep, that was what McCourty was coming out. Yep, yeah. All right, thanks, Patty. Uh, let's go to Eldred, North Carolina. What's up, Eldred? Hey, fellas, how y'all doing oh, today? Okay, good. Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Okay. I got a question. It was uh, one of the guys, a couple of the guys who was talking about it last night, uh, when we heard Mr. Kraft, somebody he liked to win more than one, he liked to win uh, a playoff game than, than three years. Right. And the best way to build through the draft. Do you think he tries to send an underhand message, or you think he was just being frank? I think he's both. I think he's being frank, and I think it is a message. You know, it's a message to Bill. It's a message to the fan base that, you know, he, he's not happy unless we're winning. Yeah. I, yes. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's the way we brought it up, too. I, I brought it up like that. thinking think it was like that. And I said, I think he's getting like everybody else. He's just getting first. Some of the moves, whatever, you know. But it's just like you said, uh, Deuce, especially, in Bill, you trust. I, I got slight trust in it, really zero, in the GM part. But I, I know Deuce... You believe no, no. <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, hey, hey, whoa, hey, hey, uh, well, let me, let me, let me stop you there. Let me stop you there, because I, because I, I, it, Bill, I don't like. I'm not like telling you like, oh, it's gonna work out. It's gonna be fine. I'm just interested to see an excellent head coach, kind of with his back against the wall. That's interesting to me, and 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 I think that that in terms of sports is is a fascinating kind of you know last period of his career. I'm, but I'm not gonna tell you, oh, and Bill, it's gonna all be fine. We're gonna be great, and like. I'm just more interested in seeing how he does this because I know he cares, and I, I do believe that he really wants to win football games and, and get back in the hunt. But, you know, he's going to go about it his own way. Will it work? I'm not going to tell you that it definitely will, but I'm very interested to watch how he does it and how he tries to do it. Yeah. I understand that, too. Uh, I'm like you in a way, Deuce, but I'm, I'm like, I just can't see them 30 years back there with slow corners with anybody getting speed inside, yeah. out, whatever. Sure. You know, even, even this, this protege did that. Every every coach that left Bill got somebody on the outside and inside, and then they also got pretty good guys on rush to defense or whatever. And then they gave us hate when they played them, you know. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just thinking, okay, if they followed in Bill's philosophy, why they could jump outside the box? I'm like, Bill mm-hmm. got to go outside the box sometimes. This mm-hmm. is not 1990 no more. It, it, it's involved a little bit more. Yeah. You know, I understand. Like I said, I understand where you're coming from. I appreciate him. As, uh, love him, love him to death as a coach. I fought him to war with a coach, but the GM moves is what I what I dicker at. Is what I'm different at. I'm yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I just well, don't see it. I think it's a good point. I mean, you know, Brian Flores, whatever his final Thanks, record Eldred. was against the Patriots. I mean, you know, clearly he had a beat on what they were doing. I mean, they, they every single time they were, you know, able to know what to expect and execute under, you know, in the final moments. That that was, you know, part of this year's losses. Not not the second one. That one wasn't really close. But I, wh- what is it? I know. And how's Josh going to do against them? You know, what is Josh going to do? I think those are some of the most interesting games when you see these former guys who know everything inside and out, and you know what the problems are going to be, and, and they turn the screws on them. And, you know, I think the, the, how are they going to counter that? Because he's got to know what's coming. If, if Josh does win, stay away from the buses. Uh, <laughs> That's all I ask. I heard uh, – y- your boys on uh, on my station this morning talking about that game. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Because it was funny. Um, Who are my boys? <laughs> Toucher and Rich. Okay. Uh, One I, of your shows. I I, I I like to listen to the the, the gambling guys. Yeah. The bankroll boys. Bankroll. Right. Yeah. You yeah. Know. yeah. Joe Murray and Sharps. Who? Joe Murray. Well, yeah, they, I, yeah. I wouldn't call them the Sharps. What do they know? Um, and and I always They're say like round. I really like Dan Lift Sharps, but sharp. Dull. he's clearly a guy who bets with his heart. He yeah. always bets <laughs> like the Patriots, like yeah. no matter what. Yeah. And one of the things was the over under. Joe Murray is thinking about putting the putting a a bet on the under for the Patriots uh, eight and a half wins, and Lifshatz just like explodes. Like right. there's no way. And one of his reasoning is, you know, like. They they win a requisite amount of games just because the other team's coach is stupid. Like they'll beat Vegas next year because Josh McDaniels is stupid. Oh, really? Uh, I'm uh, like uh, really. Uh, uh, uh. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, this is the guy who's been the offensive coordinator. Now, if Dan Lifshatz was out there ripping Josh McDaniels for the last ten years, right. Then now, then I'll get full full props to Dan Lifshatz. I haven't heard that. He's gone now and he's stupid. Right. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. Yeah, he doesn't like stupid. him anymore because he's not here anymore. And then I got to get it's like Fred's Rich Gerger. How did it go the last time they went on the road to play Josh McDaniels yeah. uh, against Bill Belichick? Not good, right. Bob. And they also, oh, that was the high five game, and uh-huh. they were all, they all went all fled. Yeah. It yeah. was so funny. Stay yeah. away from the terrible buses. uniforms. Oh, oh yeah, like the brown, the yellow striped I just, I, I'm stri- socks. Though, like the yeah, like brown vertical, vertical stripes. stripes and the socks. Yep. Yeah. I, I seem to remember look. hearing Belichick in the uh, 09 coaching thing being like, fumble the snap twice on the final <laughs> drive. Twice. Like that. Particularly, right. was like in his, I, gro- yeah, like yeah. in his, you know. I don't remember that at all. It was Kyle. Uh, what was his name? Was the quarterback right? Kyle Orton. Orton? Yeah. <sighs> I don't remember the fumbling the snap thing. I could be. I could be mistaken. I, that's for some reason that's sticking in my head. But I, I, I think I'm right though. Is that how Denver right. set up their their game winning field yeah. goal? They got a, yeah. They, like Patriots had a chance, I think, to tie it or, or take the lead, and they they like fumbled it twice. I think they recovered the first one. They fumbled. And they fumbled again. They lost it, and Denver was able to, I think, win. I remember that sounds like something they do. I remember Denver Denver took over in Patriots territory in overtime and didn't score. They didn't even get a field goal. Um, I remember Will Fork made an unbelievable play on the screen. (laughs) The the random things he made the tackle on the sideline. Yeah, Yeah, like it was just an unbelievable play for a guy for a guy that size to blow up a screen was just an amazing play. Were you there for that game? Yeah. Is it is it harder to remember games? I, I I find it harder to remember games now that I've been here than watching on TV because TV they they talk about it, they replay it. When you're watching it here, it kind of I absolutely remember then, more off TV than yeah. I do uh, live for that reason. But I remember being there because that was the the origin oh, yeah. of Freddie's absolute explosion. He yeah. Fred well, he was, was as upset yeah. after that game <laughs> as I can remember him in any non-playoff loss. Oh. Mm. I had uh, He was so mad that Josh McDaniels was in our area for, you know with the bus saying goodbye to people well, hugging everybody. Yeah. You know what it's like to lose in the NFL. You know these guys aren't into like hugging you. You know, they just saw you like four months ago. It's not like you'd been gone for years, you know. It's like I relit the yeah, I know, right? You, Open you, that wound. You know what it's like to lose. And so they don't want to see you and hug you and all that crap. You know, do that before the game on the field. Afterwards, you know, oh, so, oh. so mad. Oh. It was just poor mm-hmm. to me. Poor to me. Um, <laughs> all right, Web Radio at Patriots.com is the email address. George says uh, he's from Uval, Texas. Big Patriots fan and a new fan of Patriots Unfiltered. I don't miss a single podcast because I like how you guys keep the fans informed. 
I started watching this YouTube video, and I'd like for you to watch the first five minutes. I don't, I didn't see it. It was interesting to hear Bill talk about how he surrounds a new quarterback slash replacement with veterans and get the ball to the playmakers. I immediately thought of the question that comes up is why does Bill continue to sign veteran players instead of taking a chance with a practice squad player? I like what Bill is doing right now, getting younger slash faster players. Seeing this video made me feel like this is happening now. What are your thoughts? I, I don't. I didn't I see the. What are the young? Oh, it's from Super Bowl Thirty Six. What are the young fast players that we've gotten? Who are the younger, faster guys? I don't. Mac Wilson. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm? I don't know. <laughs> I don't Peppers coming off an ACL. I mean, pe mm. Peppers might be in that category, but that's one. Mac Wilson certainly isn't. Ty Montgomery is he fast? He's not. No, he's not young nor fast. Terrence, Terrence Mitchell, nor is he on defense. <laughs> Again, not young. Like who are the young fast guys they've gotten? Terrence, Terrence Mitchell. Did I say him? Terrence. Yes. Yeah, you did. You said it twice. <laughs> You're in a Terrence. Right well, now. it depends. You mispronounced like, it twice. Are the, if <laughs> if the young linebackers that we already have all of a sudden start playing, are they faster than what we got rid of? Yeah, maybe. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think jo Josh Uche is faster than Dante Hightower. Right. I don't think anybody would, would and, argue and that. And is you know Ronnie Perkins faster than Kyle Van Noy? Uh, or, you I, know, I, he looks it on tape. We'll see. I'm f I'm flashing back to Chubby Deuce in his speed shoes in the background, like uh, in the backyard. And I, I'm going to get faster for next year. I'm going to be faster. faster. I'm just going to get faster. Really wearing these speed shoes mm. that are like you know at the platform on the, like the front of your feet. Remember those things? <laughs> they don't work. They don't work. Everybody, don't buy them. Uh, Chris in Virginia writes in, I've always they been a Bill and for him. Stop eating. I've always been uh, Bill and we trust guy, sorry Paul, but ever since Brady left, he's been in the spotlight. This offseason so far has made me question his abilities. But honestly, I'm starting to not be that worried. I think they can I think if they can draft a corner in the first round and a wide receiver in the second, I think this team has a chance to sniff the playoffs. They have to mail both nail both those picks. It's just like golf. All you have to do is hit the ball straight. My only concern is the coaching staff. I understand Judge and Mar Matty P might be good coaches, and I think they are, but I don't know if they are good offensive coaches. And with Mac being in his second year, I have concerns. Me too. Me too. I mean, I generally think, especially the way the league is now where you don't have to have been a player or played a position in order to coach it and to coach it well – that a guy can go from one side of the ball to the other. I mean, it happens with lower-level assistants all the time where they start one place, they move yeah. to the other, you know, or even go on special teams for a little bit. So I don't think that's as much of a concern to me. It's just knowing what the guy is supposed to do. Yeah. What's that his role? What's uh, his That title? worries me more than the, the change. Like, if you had just said, you know, this is what we're going to do. Who's I, in I, charge? I, I think there's a chance. And, again, I'm not the one saying this, but last year there were – Definite mm -hmm. references to yep. a, a lack of clarity at the top of the defensive coaching uh, chart. Yeah. So I didn't. I, I'm not in the meetings. I'm not the one that's wondering about who's in charge on defense. The players at times were talking about calls and contradictory uh, information. So I I worry that way on offense too. Like it's not just about well guys switching sides of the ball. Like I think it's football. To, to steal Fred's phrase. I, I, I think these guys are football coaches. They've coached at the highest level. They probably know how to coach wide receivers and in, in, in running backs, just like they do defensive linemen and linebackers. 
You know, I wonder, you know, like, because they say in sales, if you're a good salesperson, you can sell anything. Right. You know, you'll always have a job. You can sell. So I wonder if you're a good football coach, can you coach any position? I don't know. Probably. Probably. You know? Yeah. But I think that there's, like, coaching, technique, you know, uh, uh, those kind of, you know, individual pieces, sure. Well, it's like a salesman. You can be. You have to know the product. He's not but done. if you're a good salesperson, you can sell it. <laughs> yeah. You have rude. to know the position. Finish, Mike, because I like where you're going. Oh, I lost my thing. Um, but no is but. this is this someone who is a creative mind who has been thinking about offensive football and and how to throw new twists at teams? I mean, how many times over the past twenty years, Patriots or not Patriots, have you seen some kind of play happen that you weren't quite? Wildcat comes to mind as you know an extreme example of you know, taking what you have and, and coming up with something new to win a game. And so I think from that perspective, if Nick Cayley was calling the plays and you felt like I, I probably feel a little more excited. And, and I don't mean that as, you know, a knock on, you know, Joe Judge or, or the, I'm sure that Joe Judge, Matt Patricia can coach the intricacies of the position. No problem. What I what I wonder is, is how much time have they st- spent thinking about how can I evolve the offense? How can I improve this for Mac Jones and play to his strengths? Um, and maybe they can. Maybe they can execute that. But I just I think that's the biggest piece of this is just Mac is the important part. You want him to develop. You want to build around him to his strengths. But I think you also need a schematic element that teams aren't maybe used to or it's something different. You know, I think when Bill O'Brien took over, you had you know subtle shifts in the kind of offense that they had been running You know, with Josh. Does that happen now? Are they able to 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 tweak things? Everyone's talking about we got to get more out of Nelson Aguilar and Jonu Smith. Do, do, do those guys have the capability to do that? To know how to to not to not only do it, but to do it in a way that gives defenses problems. And I know that's another buzz thing of like teams were like, oh, it's not hard to prepare for them. So you know, do I have much confidence right now that that this is going to evolve into a cutting edge? New look offense that has kind of new problems. I I, I have yeah. Real okay, questions Devil, about that. devil's advocate for a second. Yeah. You know how sometimes when a player who is uh, either a, a receiver who has to be pressed into playing defensive back or vice versa, mm-hmm. the obvious question to them is, well, how does that help you knowing what the other player is supposed to do? Maybe it's the same for the coach. You know, yeah. Patricia's been a coordinator for so long; he's had to analyze other offenses and see how they are like. He has to op- op- operate against 16 offenses every year yeah. for several years, and he's thinking, boy, if I were running that offense, this is how I would attack us. So this is so maybe he's thinking that way in, in a roundabout way. Yeah, no, and, and I, think you're, I think you're totally right, and I, and I actually feel like that they, that they know that, that they understand you know, where, how it needs to go against how certain defenses play and what they need to do. I just wonder if they ha- have been had the foresight – you know, and, and kind of just, you know, I just think about offensive coordinators over there, kind of starting with John Gruden. Remember when he was like, you know, an offensive coordinator with the mm. Eagles and, you know, the West Coast offense. And, and I mean, it always happens. And, and right now, McVay and, you know, all the, that whole tree under under Kyle Shanahan, it's, it's kind of the rage. But just how can they do it in a way that's new and exciting? And that's just what's hard. It's like, I'm sure that, like, they know how it's supposed to go. I think mm. that's a great but point. But can they design it in a way that is like, whew, we really put them in a pickle in this play. You know, I know how to, to be do determined. that. And yeah. I can call it, and I know the moment. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and that's another part of it, too, is 
the fluidity of a football game yeah. and, and knowing the time to break this play out or, mm-hmm. you know, like those things I think are, are probably. Right. Josh certainly had an advantage with that. Having a so catalog. Much experience you know, having yes. a catalog and, and to fall and, back and, and on. Gonna, I, this, is, this is like just this. They're doing exactly what they did in, mm-hmm. in 13 when we played, right. you know, such and such. And yeah. this is what we did. And this is what we're going to do. Like, they won't have that yeah. to fall back yeah. on. And there's always a learning curve. I mean, and that's, you know, when you put a new guy in, it's just, I, and that's why I think, you know, when Nick Haley, maybe at least it, it, it says, hey, maybe this guy has been really thinking about it under Josh. And I would like you know, to see him get, the, get like, the opportunity. I'm with Fred on that. Yeah. I, 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 he would be my choice. And, and I think Fred's right. I, I think that Matt Patricia is more than capable of coaching an offensive position. I think he knows the game. I think that yep. Patricia and Judge will be able to teach whatever they're asked to teach. I don't have any real fear of that. Um, what I don't know is if either of them has the nuance that it takes to call play sequence, you know, not feel, necessarily feel. right. The feel it's not necessarily formulating a game plan. Cause again, I think Bill's a big part of that. Mm. So I'm not, you know, I, I think they'll go into most games with an idea of what will work, but then when you have to adjust and you know, you, all of a sudden you get something going and you get a penalty that all of a sudden sets you back and they're like, how do you overcome that? Right. You know, what do you do? Like, I just think when you haven't called plays, it's not an easy thing to do. So would it make m- more sense then to have Patricia call the plays, seeing how he was a coordinator at least and had to call defensive plays? Yeah, for me, it's Nick Cayley, but you know because know, he's he's the one that's been in in that offense for five years. He's been a part of that offense, and the you know the the ideas that they go into games with, he has been around. Like if it was such an advantage to be a defensive coordinator and then switch and become a, because it would you happen have, more often. Someone yeah. would do it, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and I mean, it's like any anybody can walk into the game with that giant play card with all the, the plays that you got, but it's sequencing and setting things up for later, and you know, knowing tendencies of the other team, and and, and they they've got a great support staff, and I have no doubt that Matt Patricia and Joe yeah. Judge could sit down with Mac Jones and be like, "Here's what you did wrong here," but it's just the whole aspect of of attacking a defense and you know, producing points, especially in like the red zone. And it's not going to fall apart. Like, you know, they'll be, I mean, they'll be okay. Like, I I don't think that, you know, it's going to be like, wow, it's so obvious that the people calling plays have never called plays in an NFL game. Like, it's not going to be like that. (laughs) No, but it's not going to be a disaster. But I wonder if, if the, the sort of supposed to call the play before the, the I thought you were calling, you're calling first down. I'm calling second down, but no, but I, but I do, I do sort of have a little bit of a concern that those, those rumblings that we sort of, you touched on earlier last year with some defensive players saying, I wasn't sure who to listen to, who was in charge. If now that is happening on the offensive side too, you know, as you always say, Fred, you had two guys who were former head coaches. Maybe they both like, think they're maybe in they charge. Maybe they both think they're in charge. Well, that's up or to they Bill. act like they're in Bill charge. Bill has to make sure that doesn't happen. Well, yeah. but yeah. we've well, seen things happen. We've seen conflict no, within teams and Especially when you start before. losing. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Everybody starts shooting on each other. I mean, and, and I think I think Mac has Winning to play has a many big role fathers in that. Right. and losing is an orphan. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I think Mac has to Iron take some ownership. Iron. You know, more ownership <laughs> this year than being the rookie, and that's a big thing I'd like a lot to see on his from play him here is, too, though. Is is the confidence, and so you know, hopefully that carries over. If they're asking him to do different stuff, I just want to see him come out and not look like the sophomore who made varsity and mm. is like, oh, I can't believe I'm here. You like, you know, like just there was elements of that at time, a little bit of you know immaturity, and that's fine. He's a young kid, um, but I think part of it, it's all part of it, stepping up, taking ownership of the offense, holding guys accountable. I think he did a pretty good job of that overall as a rookie but I, I think he can make yeah. some strides oh well sure and and he was also going up against a former nfl mvp initially he was trying to play the role of 
you know, rookie on this team. Yeah, just Keep here your to mouth learn. shut. Yeah. Just here to learn. Yeah. Now he doesn't have to worry about any of that. Everybody knows it's his sure team. Job. He's coming off the, the the fun time at the Pro Bowl, you know, yucking it up and doing his, yep. you know, I think even showing going, his personality like a little bit. Recently, you saw on Patriots.com, he went to the Boys and Girls Club. That yep. was awesome. I yeah. mean, that's like, okay, now right. it's your I'm, team. I'm the team. I'm right. the leader I'm the face now. of the team. I'm going to be part of this community, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, and I'm going to branch out a little right. bit. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. can do more of that this year than last year. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Spee's in Fresno on the Ace Ticket Hotline. What's up, Spee? Winning has many fathers and losing is an orphan. That's a great one, Fred. I've never heard that before. Oh, come on. Oh, that's old. It's at least the 15th time Fred's used it on the show. <laughs> First time? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's a, gotta listen. That's an old one. Yep. Oh, not old enough. I, I, I messed up my call on Tuesday, kind of muddled it. Just uh, wanted to try one more time to see if I can make it. It's really bothered you because <laughs> you've sent an email about it, and now you're calling. This is okay. really weight on you. Do over. Do over. I have a, actually, I have a poem about it that I'm going to send next week. Really. <laughs> Jeez. Can you, you, it, you know, does it rhyme? As long like, as it's, it's not like, a haiku. He's like Billy, wants to run it back. Yeah. Hardo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, with the running it back thing, I'm, you know, I'm theorizing that it's, I still stick with this, that it's, it's part of Bill's kind of master plan to break the Shula record. But I was trying to think about, like, a simpler explanation for it. And maybe it's just Bill doing, like, what he's always truly thought is best for the team, like involving – like stocking up on the veteran middle class. But just like without Brady, that just doesn't work. It just doesn't work as well. Like that's what's happening. Like it's, not, it's not like Bill is prioritizing the record. He's just sticking with this team-building strategy that he likes, but maybe just doesn't work as well. Yeah, I don't care what your strategy is. It doesn't work as well without Tom Brady. Yeah. I don't care what your strategy is. You know? Well, if you, like, just, if you were 70 years old and you got to win 39 games, how would you do it? Like that, like what would you do? Like, I, I mean, I just, I just think he's doing what he always does. I think he's a short-term focused guy. He tries to, you know, I, I, that's what I, one thing I always have really liked about just his philosophy is that, you know, that immediate focus on be here now, right now, focus on this moment. And I think that's, I, I don't know, I, I think that that's the core of who he is and, and who he is as a coach. And you know, I, I'm sure like he'd love to get that record, but I think the way he thinks to really get there is to focus on today and to and, do what he can and, and eventually I've heard it from there. too many players to not realize it by now one of part of his genius is his ability to simplify things yep you know Occam's razor whatever you want to call it and at the end of the day it's about winning football games it's about winning games does, but that's it, it. that's does it, it does it present an obstacle does it present an obstacle to the long-term success of the team that he's not willing to sort of take some risks of tearing it down to the studs and having young developing players maybe go out there and, and fail and losing three wins every year because of that. I mean, is it, wouldn't it be potentially better for the team in the long run to have young players growing with Mac instead of trying to sort of build this, this, this core, this veteran core? I, I just, I, I just don't think that, that like it's an assured thing that if you we're just going to cut all our old guys we're going to throw all the young guys in like like that assures that and you know that that guys are going to develop i mean now there's cases to be made individually that certain players maybe if they played a little more might but i I think philosophically there's always a balance that you're looking for and it's you know it's it's not going to be good for anybody to have a bunch of 24 year olds exactly out there and and running around and not quite know what they're doing and you know then it'll work out and a rookie quarterback you know you know it's a balance and i think you know it's perfectly reasonable to debate if the balance is, is out of whack at times and i know that he could probably sit in here and tell you exactly what he wants in terms of what veteran presence he needs and you know what positions i mean they're they're so detailed about that that's the the beauty and the difficulty about football it's just so many guys and you don't you, you can't 
you can't it's not they're not robots they're human beings you know you you can't predict how they're all going to react season to season and even a guy like bill doesn't get it right all the time you know we all go back to 09 when he just couldn't get these guys to play you know um it just it was just wrong you know it just wasn't working you know I guess I just think about what Eric has been talking about, not caring as much about the record, wanting to see the team progress. And I feel like there's so much, of, so much pressure to try and, and win, win, win now, maximize the number of wins. I'm, I'd rather see like, the team that's maybe struggling but developing and showing promise. I mean, when I hear Kraft being upset about not winning a playoff game in the last three years, I'm like, wow, everybody wants to just push for the heights right now. And I'm wondering what would, maybe it would be better if you took the gas off, off a little bit and accepted some some lackluster years if we don't have the long term growth. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, I, yeah, maybe I'm off. Yep. Okay. Thanks, B. But I also think there's random teams, random years where you might not be the best team, and you do might squeak into the playoffs. And oh my God, you won a couple games and you're in the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I, it's not always, but I, I don't know. I, I just think they like I mean, their Cincinnati chances. Did they like well, listen, them. Yeah. I don't well, think they were the best if, team. If they had, if they had, in, if they had improved on their those four years of bad drafts by 50%. Maybe we'd be having a different conversation today. But you can't get around that. Yeah. They, they had some bad drafts, mm-hmm. and that set them back. I mean, I, you you know, know? I, I, I think Brady could still be here. You know, right. We could be having a different you know? discussion oh, yeah. today. Yep. If you got the next you know? Edelman, the next Gronk, I mean, really, I'd just say those yeah. two. If you got, you know, or even you know, say that whatever the Gronk version of an awesome wide receiver is. Like, if you had gotten two playmakers in that range – I, I mean, I, I could still see him here because right. I think they would have been they would have been better. They just didn't have the guys. They were going on Edelman with one. I think knee. money had something to do with it too. But I get your point. Yeah, yeah. We all right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, more calls and emails here on Patriots Unfiltered. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments. A world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb, and our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played, and everyone knows we gave it our all. We, the fans, march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. 
Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact... It takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments. 
a world of investing. We are patriots. And our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. 
For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments. A world of investing. And now, great moments in history. Final one. Outside of football, I am also an author. Martellus Bennett. <laughs> no, I'm out. I care deeply about my charitable foundation. That could be a lot oh. of them, right? Yeah. Whatever. Who no. doesn't know? No? Yeah. Never mind. Why? No. Never mind. Eric. And I have a slutty cat, and I like <laughs> to oh. eat sawdust. <laughs> What? Eric Scalabino. Yeah. <laughs> slutty cat. Yeah. Slutty cat. <laughs> Good, Cody. Good. Screw you, Cody. I didn't know that about your cat. Yeah. yeah real slut. No. She he, just... he doesn't let the cat in. Uh, I mean, that's the problem. Sleep on the street. It's not really his cat. You do let her in. But it's not your cat. Well, she's a stray. I just take care but, of her. But why don't you just take her in? I do let her in. Get her some no, shots. I mean, make her your Here cat. We go. Make it your cat. I don't mean just like five Cody, minutes. Cody, then, if you were here, I would beat the crap out of you right now. You know, Thanks for like, starting this nonsense. Take, Great game, Cody. Good job. You know, like he's trying to play, you know, you know, no, but he needs to yeah, either get, board games with yeah. him. I mean, make you shut up too. Make the cat yours. Give the cat a home. She has a home. She got chewed up ears. Well, like then she's not a stray. No. You, you, you called her a stray. She was a stray. And now, now she, she lives has a in home. my house. She lives in your house now? So you did take her in. Yeah. Yes, years ago, Fred. Okay. That's not he the... cares. Yeah. You got her the shots. CBS the shots. What's the cat's name? Let's not go into this. You don't have a name because you, you didn't did, take her in. I did have, no, you I don't have a name. You have a name for cat. I do have a name. What's and the I've name? Told, I've told you before and you all laughed. Nutmeg. What is it? No. Mozart. 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 Mittens. Mozart. And you said, of course it is. <laughs> so I said that. Which movement? One of you did. Which movement of Mozart? I hate you all. That's another great moment from Great. All right, 855-PATS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at Patriots.com is the email address. Bunch of stuff on the table. Um, Patriots, overtime rules, and all the stuff that's going on in the NFL. Uh, Patrick writes in, or no, it's Ron in Cambridge. Another person who has a, <laughs> Sounds des- like Patrick. a deceiving email address. Ron in Cambridge, I'm... Uh, in hindsight, would it have been better to let Brady go as the Patriots did or keep him and let him run the show and recruit other players around the league like Tampa has done? I'm not sure about five years from now, but it looks like Tampa is much better off. It's still eye-opening that they let him go. You don't let the Tom Brady's of the world play for other teams. Looking at you, Deuce. Oh, oh <laughs> snap. Oh, well, they. I mean, it wasn't like he went there and they were terrible, and they, you know, everybody went. I mean, he certainly filled out the holes, but you had Mike Evans and Chris Godwin to start, for some pretty good defenders, and you know, they 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 threw for a bunch of yards the the previous season. I um, mean, here's the thing: if Tom were still here, the offense would look different, and let's let's assume that they acquired 
the modern day Gronk, the modern day Edelman, Welker, whatever, and they gave him what he needed on offense. The defense would have still been what the defense has been in all likelihood, right? Yeah. So at best, you would have been trying to – it would have been like the Philly Patriots Super Bowl in Minnesota. You'd have been keeping pace, trying to score, outscore, or, you know, the Chiefs, the Bills, whoever. That's what – that's in my mind, that's the best-case scenario that would have happened if Tom were still here. You'd be you know, in shootouts all the time, and maybe you'd still be in the playoffs every year. And maybe that's what – you know, fans would have wanted to see, but would you have been better off long term? No, I don't know. No. I, that was just such a, a long way to go in 2019. The roster was just so sparse. I mean, and you had a defense that clearly now is 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 being rebuilt. So that was at the end. You know, I, I I don't know. It's hard. It's hard it's to tough. see how they could how they could have done it without having the draft pieces in place to at least have a core. To, to fill out, and of course he would have. I mean, it's you know, like attracted it's, it's people, like welcome but. to the NFL. For twenty years, we lived outside of it. Yeah, you no, and, we and lived I, above it, and I get that. But <laughs> just know. attacking that, you know, the particular question. I, I mean, I don't see any reason why anything would have to be different. Like they could have done what they did and kept Brady. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. They yeah. still would have been the only ones that had money in the COVID year. Right. Like, it's not like Brady was getting a Deshaun Watson contract. True. That wasn't happening. Right. So they would have had money to spend, and he would have been I ju- it was still here. It was just time, both sides. Can we, but can we also say that the Patriots are surprised that he's still playing at a high level? Yes. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And I don't really think that that, you know, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of, uh, you got to question things. You have to be objective. You have to, I don't really think that's a huge thing that I look back at Bill and say, you dummy. They you had, didn't know he was going to still be MVP right. at 45. Yeah. They had a plan. How did you not know that? Like, I don't think that's they had that a, criticizable. They had a plan. Brady ruined it. No, but I'm not even talking about the Garoppolo thing. I am. I'm, I'm just talking about after Garoppolo's gone, yep. you know, following the 19th season, they still could have retained him, and they didn't. Yeah. And I think if they, they would ask them then fall off. if they thought this was possible right. they would have said no it's odds are against it yeah. right. right and right. i think that that's that was so, i and think he, that was sounds logic he's defying the he's odds he's defying the odds yeah what uh, are you going to do neil writes in can't listen live however i think last night's news makes me feel better about brady not mentioning the patriots and patriots fans <laughs> because brady was never really retired it was all a leverage move to get rid of a lame duck coach it also is a huge compliment to bill <laughs> Brady did 20 years with Bill. Couldn't stand Arians after two. I'm surprised it's Bowles, though, seeing they lost to the Rams on that stupid blitz call. Is Sean Payton not allowed to coach due to contract obligations? Well, he'd have to get yeah. traded, yeah. He's still the right to still. He was under contract. Yep. Um, yeah, that's an interesting Did point. he mean the Raiders You know, the stupid he, blitz He dealt call? with Bill for 20. No, Bowles against the uh, – the Rams in the playoffs game that allowed Cooper Cup to get oh, the field goal range. Oh. That was a, a zero cover blitz yeah. that Bulls called right. that allowed the big play from Stafford. To Highly criticized the cup. for that. Yep. I, I'm getting a lot of blank stares. No one watched the playoffs either? No. I, I, <laughs> Why do I have to be made out to be a, like this, I, I this got, savant? I got sidetracked just because they said Brady's in like the front, the front row. row of the, of the front Arians. Front Yeah. Like, yep. Just like like the villain, like tapping his fingers, like mm-hmm. you will say, you, you will say <laughs> what I told you, and to you say. will exit left. Thank you me. will say what I told I'll you to say. <laughs> That's not how we rehearsed it, <laughs> Bruce. Uh, Joaquin's in Santa Rosa, California. What's up, Joaquin? Good morning, fellas. How are you? How are you, uh, how are you guys doing? We're doing We're great. Nice. 
Um, I had one question for all you guys. Um, if each of you guys had the option of trading away our first round pick for a player, A, for what position would it be? And B, which player in that position? Oh, that's a good question. Well, you know. <clears throat> if okay. trade trade away the twenty first pick this year for Tom any Brady. player for Tom Brady, I was going to yeah. say Pat Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, are we limited? But it can't be the quarterback, yeah. obviously. <laughs> no, are you no. limiting us to but like any position? Yeah. You guys think? I, I like. T- I want Debo Samuel. I'm high on you Debo are. Samuel. I You're think very he's high on that. The best football player in the NFL. How about right Devontae now? Adams? I'll take him too. Give Mac Jones the the number one elite receiver that it, yeah. you've wanted here for a long time. I'm trying to put some yeah. thought into this. I take CD Lamb. You know, me. You don't like him. Okay. Yeah. No. He taunted us, and I don't like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was mean to me. He did taunting. Uh, anybody? Yeah, I, I, Debo Samuel. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of like a defender that I might want. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. I mean, let's you know oh. shoot for the moon. We could have him. Forgot about him. Yeah. You know, I don't know. He might retire though. Can't get past. <laughs> he palms. might retire. <laughs> he's probably got ten more years left. But Paul, he's going to come with his wife. I don't care. No. Oh. So I don't have to talk to. His so it's wife. kind of an any of those players, but you know, I think you have to put a cap on it. You know, it's the twenty first pick, right? Mm-hmm. That's so. that's a good point. What would what what, what could it get? So you? now realistic, realistic trade options for the twenty right. first pick, right? Probably get a real good corner. Maybe, yeah. Maybe I don't know. What I'd want though. Yeah. And also, I just sneaky. wanted to make uh, just a couple comments. Um, I've been noticing, like, this year, you guys have been getting, like, like I want to say, like, really negative callers and emailers, like, just like Debbie Downers, but I, I just want to say, you guys keep up the great work because you guys are, like, the most realistic of Patriot fans. Like, you guys are just really down to earth, and you guys see what we as fans do not see. And it's like, I just really want to tell you guys to just keep it up, man. Like, well, you thank guys you. Are just really great at what you guys do. Appreciate that. Yeah, All letters go to One Patriot man. Place, <laughs> care of Robert Kraft. So. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a great day, you guys. Thanks, Joaquin. Thanks, Joaquin. Uh, CJ's in KC. What's up, CJ? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, I want to just start off by uh, apologizing for the lateness of this call because I actually meant to call in after the Tyree trade went through because I have a personal story to share about that. Last year, I'm a real estate agent out here in Kansas City, and I was showing him home, believe it or not. Cool story, Hazel. That's a condition. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and um, he ended up buying in Miami last year. And I said it at the time. I was like, I was telling all of the Chiefs fans out here, I was like, hey, just so you know, your boy's leaving pretty soon. And they're like, no, they're going to lock him up. They're going to keep Mahomes and Kelsey and Tyreek together through until they can't play anymore. And uh, and then I was like, well, okay, well, I guess we'll see. And then I thought it was really. I still think it's surprising that he ended up in Miami, which is where he bought a home. But I think he mentioned still, it. That was it was a year ago. Do you guys ever see that stuff happening where people end up a year in advance, kind of going somewhere and hoping that they end up there? Well, we, we there was that whole hubbub of Brady's house either in Greenwich, Connecticut, uh, or New York. And remember, we yeah, were on the real estate beat on for his, a while. Yeah, uh, it's annoying. Actually. Maybe maybe this is connected to that guy that calls in from Florida and sells the furniture too because yeah. maybe he outfitted Tyreek Hill. <laughs> you must have been you must have been bummed though if you missed out on a commission on Tyreek Hill. Right. That must have been some good money you missed on that one. Yeah, yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's fine. 
I, I do think he said, like, during his press conference that, like, he considered Miami home to him and that someone was like, oh, were you considering the Jets? He's like, what? Nah. nah. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it did seem like he had, had a beat. I didn't, like, I didn't know. S- sad clown face. Yeah. <laughs> what? Who? Where is he from? <laughs> Come on. Tyreek Hill? I don't know. Uh, I originally. Georgia. Georgia. Georgia? I think he's from Georgia. Yeah. But I think he implied he, like, he's considers got, Miami home now. There, yeah. Because, yeah. of course, when you got well, anyway, a bunch of money, there. when you got right. a bunch of money, where else are you going to go home? Earth is my All right. home. <laughs> Thank, thanks, CJ. Um, how about a game? Who am I? Oh. All right. Okay. You like that? Love yeah. We know the rules. To play Love it. a game. Uh, Neil from Warwick writes in. You Rhode know, Island? Warwick, Rhode Island. Yeah. I, I, I assume. No. Um, Deuce knows all the California. <laughs> every, every one. Every single Are we ready? ready? Yes. Okay. So, ready for I was a draft pick in 2004. Well, that's kind of open. Asante Samuel. Wrong. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> Paul doesn't want to play anymore. I played at the same college as Trey Flowers. 2004 draft pick. Same college as Trey no, Flowers. You, you cannot shot. answer, well, I can't Paul. Remember. I'm out. Oh, 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 I'm oh. out. I'm out. Final, I remember final clue. I wasn't a star in any form and ended my career in Denver like Maroney. All right, if they can't get sure. it, can I guess? Yes. Sure. Okay. Arkansas, right? It was Ar- guys, yeah. Is it Arkansas? It's not oh. No, never mind. I don't know. Never mind. I forgot. Enlighten us. Go ahead. Now now you guys got me. Yeah, you go ahead. Go ahead. Is it Cedric Cobbs? Corn on the Cedric Cobbs. Oh. oh nah. I, yeah. nah, I don't remember him. Uh, I was a running back. I, mean, I, remember I the actually name, think Asante Samuel may have been an 03 draft pick now that I'm thinking about it. I was so. a running back during our second title run in 2003. Running back, second title run in 03. Mm-hmm. This, you should get the next one easy. I went to Boston College and played with Mike Tim. Cloud. Uh, Mike Cloud is correct. Dang it. Yep. Um, <laughs> sticking with BC. My Rhode Island guy. I was a Boston College player who played with Tim, Matt, and Mike. Tim Hasselback, Matt Hasselback. Dan Copen? No. You are out. I was a local kid here right down the road. Chris Sullivan. Chris oh. Sullivan is correct. That is a very Chris local. That's a, that's a local name. Yeah, that is. That does sound like someone from here. <coughs> it does. <laughs> Sully. I was Sully. involved in a tuck rule play the same year as the Snowball. Okay, so that was well, what? Kansas uh, City? I, I'm eliminating myself because <laughs> I can't possibly think of any play that was anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> I played under Parcells twice and played with Tony Romo. Paul, should Paul get this one? And final clue, I had a short stint here. Huh. I thought it was, I thought it was Bledsoe for a second. Give up? Yeah. Vinny Testaverde. He was involved in a tuck rule game? No. Earlier in the that's, season. Oh, that's the legend. That's when they knew. Uh, right. Legend they, has it. was the it. same right. call. Same until, until what I, yeah. I, I think is w- a great job by that documentary, the tuck rule documentary which actually showed the play everybody always writes about it happening mm. because bill said it well the mm. call was made it was mm. not like nothing even right the play was different snow yeah. snow <laughs> right no snow last one i played here in two it was an incomplete like he threw the ball down into the yeah. ground it was yeah. not like a fumble in any way like so the, he threw the ball as he got hit and the ball went down to the ground would it seem like that's what an actual tuck should have been Oh yes, yeah, it wasn't the tuck rule. It was an incomplete pass. Like they it called wasn't it the tuck rule. They called it the tuck. Rule. I don't know what yeah. they called it. I don't, they yeah, never they, they never showed that. But like it was like he got hit and went like this with the ball and it came out of his hand. It was a pass. Yeah. It wasn't like 
I'm like this, holding on to the ball. I got hit, and the ball came out. The two plays had nothing in common other than the fact that they both took place on a football field. <laughs> I played here in 2005 and 2006. Ooh, oh, this is 2005 good. and 2006. Limited time. Sweet okay. spot. Sweet yep. spot. S- since I have a commanding lead, I'm going to go Tim Dwight. Wow. Incorrect. Wow. Oh, he only I'm played out. one season, I, I believe. Know. You know, whatever. I reunited <laughs> with Corey Dillon after playing in Cincinnati and a stop in Carolina. And final uh, clue, I wore the same number as Pat Chung did his first tenure with the team. 25. Uh, I don't know. Three. Um, Artrell Hawkins? Correct. Wow. Well oh, done. Oh, that's a good one. Well Hawk. done. Artrell Hawk. Hawkins. Great 25. Great voice. Great voice. Yep. Good. Good, Eric. That was very that was good. I forgot that he had played for Carolina, too. And he kind of was like... When Rodney got hurt in 06, he kind of had to step in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat, New Hampshire, about a uh, simple overtime rule. You were talking the other day about the rules. I have an idea to make it fair for both teams. First team in overtime that has the lead and the ball wins. That's it. That's the rule. <laughs> <laughs> simple. Uh, I thought we had a caller, but I think he hung up. So get back to back to the uh, inbox. There. Back to the inbox. Um, Jan. With a soft J, so I said it right, from the Czech Republic. Okay. Uh, Check yourself. Do you know where the Czech Republic is? Been to the Czech Republic. Do you know where the Czech Republic is on the map? I've been to the Czech Republic. You've been there? Yes. What were you doing in the Czech Republic? I was on vacation. Giving out cat food? (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. He's trying to get you. Mm -hmm. He's trying to get you. Watch out. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. So you went to Czechoslovakia on vacation, or did you just travel through it? No, I was went to Prague. Specific. Oh yeah, that, to, that was the place. And to Pilsen, where where the Pilsner beer is uh-huh. originated. So, so you, that was your destination, Czechoslovakia. Czech uh, Republic, Austria, and Budapest. Oh, so it was an area. Budapest. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Yeah. Was it like a Viking cruise or Mm-mm. no? Oh, no, we went over land. Like we went like over land. You, you, like get, have, you have, get those pamphlet in the have mail. Have you been on a Viking like, cruise? No, but they're intriguing to me. Yeah. Yeah. You want to go pillage? That kind of Viking cruise? I would definitely pillage. I would pillage some. What? You know. Matt, have you Thanks. what about Northman? Are you gonna watch that movie? Northman? Northman? I haven't even seen it yet. It's about a Viking? Pro- probably will. Yeah. On <laughs> was it a Netflix thing or an actual uh, in theater movie? I'm not sure. You know what I just watched the other day? What? I was telling these guys House of Gucci. You you would recommend. Oh yeah, that I too. saw it. Yeah. And I think Lady Gaga did get snubbed. In she was really? I didn't even know it was. I'm her. totally gonna really? watch that movie, Fred. Sorry. Yeah, Northman. Yeah. You are going to watch The trailer it. made it look unwatchable. No. No, I, it was good. I, it was an okay yeah. movie. It was good. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't w- great. I didn't know it was Lady Gaga until afterwards. And I'm like, okay, mm. she should get any Academy Award because I didn't know. Why, because care. you didn't know it was her? Yeah. <laughs> she disappeared into the role. She became oh. an, Exactly. She, she was a chameleon. <laughs> I, don't, right. I don't understand why that's a prerequisite. <laughs> she was such a great actress. Yeah. I didn't know. She did a good job. She did a great job. And she deserves accolades. No, she did do a good job. She broke into song in the middle. I had no idea. She was very good. Yeah. I thought she was good in... A Star is Born, I mean, too. Yeah. Oh. I didn't see that movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's oh. good. Oh. Real good. You're still crying. I'm just thinking of all the performances I've seen. I, you know, I, I knew that you know Michael Corleone was Al Pacino. I still <laughs> thought he was great. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't really understand the, the correlation. I didn't even know it was her. She deserves an award. She does. There are actors she, like that, though. That they're chameleons. Like, you're just like, man, right. they, you, know, oh, I, yeah. you know it's them, but they just take it on, and they almost have like a different oh, yeah. stance well, to them. You forget, that it's, you forget you know? that it's yeah. that. Yes. I like when you see totally different characters, too. Yeah. Yes. The same right. Not like cookie-cutter actors who play the same role all the time. Right. 
Exactly. Yeah, I mean, and there's a place for that yeah, too. Guys that do a specific role sure. really, really well, sure. and they're good every time. Like, but it's a similar role. Bruce Willis, God bless him. Oh. Oh. you know, <laughs> Tom Cruise was like that in the '80s. Yeah. He played the same character in like five different movies. Mm. Right, like, Top Gun, yeah. Cocktail, Color of Money, right. you know, Days of Thunder. Same character. Yeah, just a different storyline. Yep, Cole Trickle. Uh, really so, good, right? So we'll really get, good at it. Get to Jan's email finally. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, his idea for overtime, I've not heard it anywhere um, yet. For the alternative Morphe O2 roles, I got inspired by soccer. They might sound ridiculous, but bear with me. After regular time tie, two ten-minute periods with alternating kickoffs, one timeout per period. If it is still a tie, have equivalent of soccer penalties. Or ice hockey shootouts, five series. No, okay, forget it. You lost me. Well, that's like instead of just playing a quarter, you play like a little Sorry. game. And I you will, have a half and you have like two kind of. I will say this. Generally, when someone calls or writes in and says, I haven't heard anyone say blank, <laughs> usually everyone has said it. That's one that I never yeah. heard anybody mm. say. Let's just play an entire new game. <laughs> right, right. Do over tomorrow. See if maybe the see players tomorrow. see if maybe the players keel over and die right there, <laughs> right there on the sideline. If you really wanted to make it more like a uh, soccer thing, you do what he said: have the two halves, the two kickoffs, right? And then if they're still tied at the end, now you get the kickers out there to kick field goals, like <laughs> instead of like, <laughs> right. uh, you know, a shootout. Do you think if they did yeah. that, you know how like the kickers, you know, f- field goal kickers, they make like you know eighty-five plus yeah. percent every guy, like even the bad ones. Yep. Do you think if they did a shootout? They would put Where more pressure on like them. three each that they would they would all like go like one for three probably <laughs> probably or they'd have to increase the distance every time you yeah. know like you start at like thirty five then you go to forty five and then fifty five you have to kick with your left foot <laughs> <laughs> you have to kick from the 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 back line of the end zone you know when they do those in training <laughs> yeah. camp and they they that sharp angle they banana yeah. curve yeah. them in. Uh, Jack and Anaba says uh, I think sarcastically Trey Nixon is a young fast player <laughs> he is. He uh, he's young. He's pretty fast. I've seen nothing to indicate that he can play or run. Yeah, run a little bit. College. I made that pick, Paul. That's going to be a good one. Um, <laughs> felt it's ceremonial. True. That's it's true. Another pick a player who could have an immediate impact. Uh, obviously, just pick anyone. The first any round great pick. player, whoever the first round. Pick I'm going to stick with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, uh, why not? <laughs> you know, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, uh, a little old. Paul in the colony, I totally agree that Bill can't be faulted for assuming Brady was finally going to fall off the Kellerman cliff. But what if Kraft had sided with the fan and himself and decided to insist to Bill that Brady be able to stay as long as he wants under whatever contract he wanted? Do you think Bill would have resigned? Knowing what we know now, do you think the Patriots would be better off going into 2022 season with Brady instead of Bill? Hmm. Probably. Bill have resigned. Hmm. Probably, but again, I don't think it's really a like I don't think it's a a realistic critique because of just the absurdity of him playing like this at forty five or forty four it'd be forty five in August yeah. right yeah i I don't know how you could have envisioned that I mean he literally played at a m v p level yep. at forty four right. right it's right. crazy I don't know how you could have <laughs> predicted that uh Raj in St Louis. What's your somewhat strange but kind of realistic theory in Patriots slash NFL history? Mine is stolen, but I've talked myself into it. 28-3 was the end of the Brady era. Like Fred said, it set back the Jimmy G succession plan, and this part is a little stretch. Brady didn't like being treated as just another player in meetings by the coach, and the relationship soured. What theories do you have? I think it was more, th- I think it was more than that. 
than being treated like every other player. I think there was something else involved in that. but I think that was part of it. Yeah, it could have been. It was a big part of he, it. He thought he deserved special treatment. Yeah. You know? yeah. Is this just general? Special treatment general was part theories? of the reason why he... Is that uh, what we asked for? General it, theories? General, like... like yeah, oh. like... Uh, I, I don't know. If Bo Jackson hadn't theories? been hurt, he would have been the greatest player ever to play f- NFL football, maybe. Uh, you know? He, yeah. He was awesome. Every time he Is he looking the ball, for something that happened that changed things? Or I, I don't really understand what we're looking for. Yeah, I don't know. Is it a conspiracy theory kind of thing? Yeah. He's looking for it? I think he's thinking that the, the the end of the dynasty really took place when Brady led that comeback. Yeah. Even though they won again right. after that. Yeah. Because then they I couldn't mean, get rid of him? Right. I uh, I don't know. I I think the Butler Super Bowl 52 thing is the one that mm. needs to be Yeah, I, I'm still out. trying to figure out is he looking <laughs> for something that that, what? that happened that happened <laughs> or didn't happen. Right. And would have changed I, like I'm not really sure exactly like yeah. the Bo Jackson and the Malcolm Butler things are how history may have been different had mm. it unfolded. Right. Right. Mm. Would would they right. still have won the Super Bowl if Brady hadn't gotten suspended? Because he wasn't mad. I still say if they had beaten the Eagles in that Super Bowl, he would have retired. And then unretired. And then unretired. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, the Tom versus Time episode yeah. five would have been different. That's for sure. Yeah. No, I mean, I know that that's a common thing. It's just hard to say right now because, like, I mean, now if you retired at that point, all the football you would have missed out. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just – I guess I understand letting the coach extend longer to build the team after – the player you know like that's part of it too i think that you know you you could ru- you tie your hitch to brady and, and get rid of bill but then when brady leaves you're you're at ground zero so and, and maybe they'll be at ground zero again but i at least understand the theory of i have a all-time coach here gm you know let him kind of set the stage right uh, that's, here's why, one. that's why i'm saying like i don't think it's a huge like critique like here's one i think what they did made sense it would mm, seem yeah. logical that the coach will be coaching at a high level, longer than the player will be playing at a high level. If Josh McDaniels hadn't turned down the Colts, we wouldn't be worrying about who's the offensive coordinator today. Wouldn't? Because we, we would have had a new Again, one. Are we looking for I something know, that I didn't know. happen? I, I don't know. think he is. I think he's <laughs> yeah, looking for points in time that were turning points. Right. That actually okay. happened. Okay. I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's saying, like, maybe he is. Maybe he's saying if Brady didn't lead the 28-3 to comeback, then the dynasty would have ended right there. I think that's what his point is, right? Right, right. right. Like, that ended the dynasty because... It would have been easier to make a decision. Right. They, they could have gone to Garoppolo if he didn't lead that comeback. Yeah. Right. How about if they had just paid Dion Branch in 06, they never would have had Randy Moss and gone 16-0. and 0. Oh. Mm. Mm. So now I think that works, and, and I think that's what he's looking for. Yeah. What Deuce just said. Okay. I'm not smart enough to figure mm. it out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you guys all fight it out. Uh, Brian from the Bay Area. What's more likely after Mac's third season? Hmm. The Patriots pick up his fifth-year option or the Patriots select a quarterback in the first round? <laughs> oh, man. The fifth-year fifth option. Year option. Yeah, I'll go with that. Me too. Right now. Do you think, though, like— Reserve the right to change how that. Much, how much are, is Deshaun Watts' contract going to hang over every quarterback negotiation <sighs> from now on I, in terms of guaranteed money? Mm. Like, I, I think it's going to have to— Like, how right? can you not— I mean, what's the starting point for negotiation? I, I, would, I mean, if I'm an agent, right, you look I at want that a top of the market say, deal, right, and or or you're asking for fully guaranteed, yeah. everything. Like, I mean, 
Yeah, the Vikings gave one year, 35 to, to what's his name there, Cousins. But the Deshaun thing was, what's he getting, $46 million a year on average? Except for the Something one, ridiculous. Except for the one this year, just yeah. in case. Well, but I mean, you, you bring him up, Eric, and I meant to ask you because you were at the owners' meeting. I heard there was a lot of scuttlebutt and a lot of dismay by other teams that the Browns just screwed up the whole yeah. market for quarterbacks. By, by the other owners. Yeah, yeah by the other it. owners. But that Did was, you hear any of that? That was I, in the meetings. Yeah, that was that was. Yeah. Supposedly, well, I don't know. We like, weren't in. We weren't in. I know you weren't in the that, meetings, but, but like, did you hear talk about that? Not, no. not really. But doesn't surprise me to hear that yeah. because I mean, God Almighty! I mean, thirty forty six million a year and guaranteeing two, all that money yeah. and two thirty. I mean, we saw the big trades last year with uh, you know Detroit and and L A. The three draft picks for the quarterback, so that we kind of like were foreseeing. Okay, Watson's going to probably get three first round picks as a. Uh, you know, as a haul from from the other team, but the contract is what really, like that, just seemed way more than I think anybody was expecting. And you're right; I think from now on, like whoever the next big quarterback is, like I know Mahomes signed the hundred million dollar one, so he's not up for Burrow. a while. But Burrow. but Burrow, right? If Burrow plays yeah. well again and right. leads them to the playoffs or and beats the Super Browns Bowl, twice a year, right? For a couple more I, years, right? Like yeah. somebody like that is going to be like, hey, hey. Yep. Cha-ching. Yeah. And you know the Brown uh, the the Bengals are not <laughs> known for wanting right? to spend Ooh, money. That's a good well, one. Well, the only thing the only next oh. co- next quarterback of the Patriots, yeah. Joe Burrow. Yeah, sure. Saying it. The, you know, the other owners have Hot to take. hope that this completely implodes yeah. so that yes. they can say they can say right, see, see what it happened? doesn't work. Right. Yeah. 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 I think it's a good chance of it. Yeah. 50-50. Right? Um James Pettigrew, the most interesting Patriots fan in the world, writes in, "Who has the better record over the next 3 years, Bill or Josh?" Over the next 3 years? Yeah. Ooh, I think Bill that. because that AFC West is tough. Oh, so AFC, AFC East, East right now. Tough too. Yeah. Uh, I think Josh. I think Josh. I think he has a better roster. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, and I, I, I would hope that maybe Josh is a little better in the beginning and Bill's a little better at the end. Maybe that's what that, you got to hope. That's yeah. what you hope yeah. for. He catches up. It can change quick. And, and look, yeah. Derek Carr's in the last year of his contract. <coughs> mm. And yeah. if they don't, forty-six million, baby. I know they're you know supposedly they're talking about million. extensions. But if they can't extend him, there's mm. no guarantee that you're going to get a guy better. Sure. So that could obviously dramatically impact mm. things. Then he gets Mac. Uh, Jared, then I would go with Bill. Jared <laughs> in Virginia. Um, Good for him. The conversation from last show about Mac's comments Matt. after the Colts game and how the team seemed off is interesting. Paul's thought that yeah. the new veterans may have been the issue. My concern is that too many guys – that were here with Brady may be the source of the problem. Not all of them, but I'm concerned that some might be just going through the motions because they already won under Brady or don't see themselves as what they are now, a team that's out of the hunt. I'm worried that we have guys that don't have the drive needed to rebuild but instead are complacent. That's interesting. Um, I think there's a little bit of that maybe, but – I don't know how many how many of those guys are really left though. I mean, it's it's been a few years now. I mean, there's been some significant turnover. I mean, you could look at the offensive line. I know those are a lot of guys that that were here with Brady and are still around. But you know, I, I don't know. There's just aren't a lot of those those guys around anymore. So you know, is Devin McCourty going through the motions? Uh, yeah. I don't yeah, know. and a couple of things that you have to keep in mind. And this is something that Fred talks about a lot. Like sometimes these things, you know. We talk all the time, and we're always trying to offer our thoughts and opinions and analyzing situations, and these things become fact. 
Like, just because I mentioned that doesn't mean that I'm right. doesn't mean that that's, that's what happened. That's a fact. And, you know, they have problems. But I've just thrown it out there yeah. as a possibility, you know, based on some observations, you know, and, and I think we talked about it on Tuesday with Mac. Um, you're coming out of that Colts game and the talk about the buy and the oddities Stop of feeling that. Sorry for ourselves, right? I, you know, so I'm not just like throwing it out there, but it, by no means am I suggesting that it's ac- it's 100 right. percent fact. Well, that's either. what happens on your show. It happens they, on all the they shows. They start out it, it with really a theory, and by the end yeah. of the show, ah, it's become that's what it fact. Right? I and, know. And, and, they, and, and then, then in two uh, weeks, they're building off right, of that. Right. Well, right. And then the next the next day, someone calls in and and they'll reference it, and they'll be like, you know, Obviously. you know, and it's like, you know, with 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 Belichick said, yeah, you know, well, like, well, you know well, Belichick well, makes well, 25 well, million dollars, and it's in his contract that no one can make more than him. That that was a theory one day that by the end of the show was fact. Yeah. Yeah, they become so entrenched that it just like it becomes a talking right, point. You don't right. even really have to explain but it. But the anymore. problem Fake is news. the way it's interpreted. It's not yeah. necessarily like that's why I said like, yeah, I I threw it out there, but that doesn't mean it's right. It doesn't right. mean it's a fact. Right, right. But and I think we follow everything that happens and everything that is said. And you know, you guys have been doing this for twenty years plus. So I mean, when things ping your radar, it, it's notable. You know, like you guys know, like when and like, I think that was some. He's good at that. Yeah. Freddie, Freddie's very it's good at the like, these little things that get said. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Sometimes you take little things that are said and, and you look at – you do it all the time in the postgame show when Bill is talking and oh, we're, yeah. we're listening to the postgame show. You almost always like, did you hear that? Yeah. And <laughs> i got to be honest with you, usually for me, no. <laughs> no, tuned out about because, half an hour yeah. ago. Well, you know, halfway through like the 03 season, I kind of tuned out Bill's press conferences. <laughs> and and – you know, like you know, every once in a while you miss stuff. Yeah. Because once you know, once mm. every ten games he uh, says something. That was a weird snort right there. I don't know. <laughs> but Freddie's good at picking up on little subtleties yeah. uh, sometimes with those Belichick press. Guys. I'm not making fun of you. I think you think I am, but I'm not. Um, <laughs> Felga's yeah. really good at it. Yeah. <laughs> Felga's really good at it. I think it's hard though too, like a player like Mac, where you have a, a kid talking at a press conference and he, he, he's a little nervous you know and he, he's trying to get the words out and you know it, it can be a, a cause for problem Stuff. if you kind of take things the yeah. wrong way that were said kind of just trying to but get but out of when question. he said and i remember when he said it you know people were feeling sorry for ourselves what the hell are you feeling sorry about right. you just came right. off the bye you were the number you one the number seed. you got you're in the driver's position you're the yeah, number yeah. one seed right. in december and you lost a game what is there to feel sorry you know yeah. and then you sort of Look into it. You see some of the stuff about right. that buy, and yeah. they weren't happy that they had to play on right. Saturday. Right. And just, you know, and that's kind of stuff that's yeah. Brady that would der- never allow that. Right? That derails right. like weak-minded teams, yep. not not Patriots teams. Uh, Johnson in Porter's Lake, Nova Scotia. Two questions: When is the PU crew releasing the draft prospect podcasts? Oh, well, it's funny you should ask. <laughs> we're going to record some of those after this show. Oh, by the way, Matt, we're going to record some of those podcasts after <laughs> the show. That's uh, why I read the question. So I, next week, yeah. um, my guess is we'll we'll start rolling them out Monday. Okay, we'll have maybe quarterbacks on Monday, running backs on Wednesday, something like that. We'll yeah. see. Uh, and second, I was looking ahead at a way too early floor and ceiling for wins for the upcoming season. Based on your current feeling, what is the floor and ceiling of this team? I've got four wins to ten wins. Kind of the get That's worse before it gets better. Gap. It is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go like I'd seven six, to eleven. I'm gonna go six to eight. I'm gonna go six to nine. Seven to nine. Okay. I can live with six to nine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, seven to nine. Seven to nine. Look who's on the high side. None other than Eric Scalavino. 
Wow. Seven is my nine. floor. Nine is the ceiling. I don't think he's he learned. The, I don't think he had the floor. He's learning. High last he's year. learning. You know, it took what? I had, I had years, seven but, and you know. ten last year. I'm with you, Fred. Yeah. We know, Eric. <laughs> 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 but I have the right to re- uh, I reserve the right to change my mind. Always. I can't wait till the first round that Thursday night. <laughs> no matter who they pick, Fred's like, they're in the hunt. <laughs> uh. Until they trade I mean, I know James Williams not going to play this year, but I I, I like it. <laughs> Until they trade down and disappoint us all. I oh, he'll still uh, – he'll, he'll, that'll all be t- – I like what they're doing with this draft. I like where they're going. A lot, a lot of good players still yeah. available. Filling a lot of holes. <laughs> I give them an A. <laughs> they just traded down. Of course down. you do. <laughs> After one night. Anthony from Connecticut. Uh, been a minute since I've written in. But I've been loving the shows. Oh, thanks. This morning I heard Kraft's comments, and they were shocking. I firstly didn't realize we have been without a playoff win since the Super Bowl in Atlanta, and wow. My question for the team is, do you think this was him speaking as a fan, like we all do, or as a subtle message to Bill that he needs to perform or be warned? I would hope that he isn't giving subtle media messages after 20-plus years, but it is hard to (laughs) ignore the possibility. Thanks for all you do, and we need the big Paul versus Mike battle. <laughs> it'll it'll happen maybe round one. Um, I I think it's both. I think I think it's Why I think can't it's it both. both. And yeah, I mean I think yeah. it's and it's it's smart. It's smart. It's you know I mean that's I think he's playing the part of the owner. I think he's showing that he's on the side of the fans, and you know those are the people that that drive all of. He this. actually said that. He yeah. actually said those words. You know I'm a. First and foremost, I mean, I'm a Patriots fan. It's one of the best things he's got in his back pocket of of you know being a season ticket holder yeah. back in the day and and you know was he a just, season ticket holder? I, I, that's section I two, Am I right on that? Was it two fourteen? I, I don't think <laughs> I had heard <laughs> that. You know they they had benches back yeah. then. I they cold, I metal. They were cold and metal. My tukas yeah. was on those, but I mean I think that 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 just will always give him an ounce of credibility. Credibility when anyone who sat in those stands and remembers watching miserable football games like you just he's you no feel cop at bagger. No. <laughs> No, it's or it's not. You know, again, like Jeremy Jacobs. He's one of who us lives in Buffalo. Yeah. yeah, like you know, like you know, he's he feels it, and I'm sure all owners feel it because they want to win money. But you know, you want to know that there's just that that undying kind of patriot burning in them. Um, George in Virginia, a lot of Virginia emailers. Can I say something real Virginia's quick about getting the, around today. The, yeah. the three year playoff drought. Yeah. Like in in the Patriots' defense here, like th- is that really that huge of a drought? Like they've gone three years without winning a playoff game. Two of those three years, they were actually in the. Well, playoffs. that just shows you like, like how great we have it here. That yeah. we're compl- like other teams. Are I like, just want to point. Wow, we want a playoff game four years out, ago. Friend. Okay, yeah. that's good. I yeah. just wanted to point that out. No, yeah. I know it's like, not that bad here. And, and also, some of us recognize that it's not easy right. to win and, every year. Yeah, and don't right. forget, it's tough to win in the tough to win in this league. Tough, tough league. I don't know. You know, you know, you guys might not know that. Right. Don't forget in 2020, there was a path, too. It's a path. Oh, that's right, the path. The Remember path. the path? Yeah, the path. The playoff path? There was a path, path to a six-game. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> Cam Newton was lying in cross <laughs> <laughs> We couldn't get over him. <laughs> he, f- he, f- he fumbled <laughs> on the path. McClellan. Yeah. <laughs> poor, poor Cam. Well, the other yeah. one who took the shot at him. He's got some interest. He's got some interest. <laughs> yeah, he does. I don't know Cam what it Newton is. Cam Newton with the dollar sign. Cam Newton. Uh, George and Virginia, I have a semi-Patriots... What? Oh, I have a semi-Patriots related <laughs> question, and as a traditional podcast listener, I won't be able to hear y'all's response till later. I don't listen to the show back when I didn't listen to the show back when the Patriots beat the Falcons in the Super Bowl, and I was wondering your thoughts about Matt Ryan. Do you think the twenty-eight-three joke should follow him to Indy? I personally always put that on the Falcons' coaches and defense, and not so much on him. 
I see a lot of Patriots fans trash-talking him online and in any comment section where he's brought up. What's your opinion on that? Also, if you don't mind wasting a little more time on this email, could you all recall your feelings after that Super Bowl win? Oh, um, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I got to say, as I, I am a 23. Leave Matt Ryan alone. I just couldn't believe what I had just I, saw, yeah. seen. Like, you saw it coming. We did like see you it coming. Yeah, you, you felt, felt it. it right. But one, even then, after they finished it, you couldn't believe it It was happened. hard to believe. It was yeah. Hard, yeah. He, he made a couple of mistakes in the game along the way. Like, they all but, did. Yeah. yeah. The whole team screwed up. I, I mean, don't really. I never really looked at that as no. He was a, it, an individual thing. I didn't no. look at it just on Shanahan either. Um, I, I think he. Ba- I think wrong. I think he bears a lot of the responsibility because I think they were in field goal range mm. to ice it, and and he should have just been content to to do that. But I don't know. I I, I don't. I don't. I never put it all on Matt Ryan. That's yeah, for sure. I he, think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's great. I think he's good. Mm. Um, Raj in St. Louis does clarify his okay. question oh, to yeah. us. Paul is right with what I'm getting at. I'm looking for turning points in Patriots or NFL history that had unforeseen consequences. Yeah. So, like drafting Tom Brady. I mean, nobody sure. saw that. Right. Coming. That's a you huge know? one. That's I a, do like yeah. I like mine. Yeah. I like mine where it's a weird, like, you might have won the Super Bowl in 06, but you probably wouldn't have. Not won the Super Bowl in 06. Like if if they had kept and Branch and they ended up having success with that and right. winning in 06, Do they, go they on probably the wouldn't have been as aggressive in 07. Now, they didn't win anything with that. So right. What if – argument what would be better? What if Brady doesn't blow out his knee in 08 in the first oh game? Oh, man. That was, a, that, was a, that was a schedule. They wouldn't have made the playoffs. Really? You think they still would have been <laughs> I was like, <laughs> no, I'm just going on the team that loses that was, the that Super was Bowl. The the next right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But – I mean that was no that team was loaded. They yeah. were they were a the 08 team was loaded we'll just like the 07 team oh, was. Sorry, man. <laughs> um let's see Rashawn from Georgia did any of you guys watch the Shaq Mason Bucks conference? He mentioned how happy he is that he's joining a contender. Do you think more guys in the current roster feel like the Patriots aren't contenders or near contending for champions? Paul, you like offensive line press conferences, right? <laughs> I, I do think there's probably, if you ask them honestly, they probably don't feel like they're a contender right now. But, you know, him saying that doesn't mean that it was a shot at the Patriots. Yeah, I, just that I, he, that I don't take it that way He's happy that he's going right. to a team. It, yeah. It's just a simple. They could have sent you to Cleveland or right, whatever. You know? Right, right. Yeah. Whatever you landed, you're going to say you're happy to be there, right? Right, but for that reason, he can honestly say that because they are. Yeah. You know? Right. I agree. I don't think it was a shot at the Patriots. Do you no. think it's like for all the people that think you know Bill hates Brady? Uh, I never heard anything about them sending Shaq Mason to Tampa. Like that doesn't really support that kind of theory, right? Like why would they want to help Tom Brady? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, went to the wayside. Oh, I don't know. All right, that's going to do it for this edition. I see uh, Eric organizing his uh, many many pieces My of portfolio. Paper <laughs> uh, so that's it for this week. Um, Who knows what next week will bring, but we know it will bring this show, and so we'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.